Hey, welcome to the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Pebblebrook Cottage Candles. These are my absolute favorite candles in the whole world, and I couldn't be more happy to do an ad for these guys. Ernie comes to my shop and sells me candles all the time, and he started a website, and the website is pebblebrookcottage.com. If you go to his website and you order some candles, use the promo code HIGHNOTE15 to get 15% off your entire order. So basically, these candles, the reason I like them, they smell better. That's the biggest thing. They smell better than any candle I've ever seen. They smell great, and they have every type of scent you can imagine. It's not just a bunch of like tropical fruity flavors. They, they have a variety. Um, you can go kind of pick and choose different scents for how your mood is or whatever, but also, they don't contain, contain all the carcinogens of most of the other candle companies. Uh, they're all natural soy, so they're not going to leave soot on your wall. And I love the fact that I know where my money's going. It's going to Ernie and his wife. It's not going to some big corporation. And I'm getting a better product. And it just feels great to buy them. I, I absolutely love this guy. And I think you should check out their candles. Um, his wife is wonderful at making candles. He's great at selling them. Uh, anyway, again, that is pebblebrookcottage.com. Use the promo code HIGHNOTE15 for 15% off your entire order. And enjoy the show. Uh, and it's officially recording that quick. All right. So uh, today, my guest is Faith Hernandez. Uh, Hello. Faith works at a dispensary, so I figure we're just going to go straight into that. Yeah. Um, how long have you worked at the dispensary, first off? So 420 was our one-year anniversary. Okay. So really just one year in, like, I guess you'd call it the industry, you know? Right. So you so. started when they opened? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. I didn't know that. I, I wasn't yes. keeping track that long. Yeah. It was kind of crazy because, um, you know, pretty much everybody that had first started when we opened had no experience other than, like, you know, a few courses here and there that people would take online. But on our first day, no one had really had, like, any experience other than just like your basic smoking knowledge. So we were just like kind of thrown into it, but it was it was cool because we've learned a lot, I think on our own and from people and from like different growers and processors. So it's it's been a long year yeah, of that's, learning. That's cool. And yeah, your anniversary like just passed eight days ago. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's cool. Happy anniversary. I, I kind of figured like six months or something. I don't know, but um, you guys, I mean, can we say what pharmacy? Yeah, it's yeah. It's pharmacy, Medical right? pharmacy, Med yes. Medical pharmacy, they have two locations uh -huh. and I've been to both, but yeah. I only was at the one. I guess they had just opened, and the person didn't notice I was there. Oh. And I was, I was like, clearly they're doing something, and I just went over to the other one. But yeah. it was like it had been open for such a short amount of time. I think the they, Sheridan one. Yeah, I yeah. think they were still figuring it out. But yes. the place was super nice. Yeah, like, and it's it's come a long way already. I think it's been open for at least like four months or yeah. so now, and so they we got the hang of it and everything yeah. kind of worked out. Well, so. I think I think somebody was. I'm just guessing here because I was only there for like two seconds. It wasn't like oh these people are being rude or anything like that. Yeah. But I walked in and everything looked really nice, and I kind of looked around and I was like, man, this place looks dope. And I figured somebody would be out. And then I realized I didn't hear the door ding. Oh. So I'm guessing they were used to working at the other place where it does. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming it does. Or something. Well, we actually you. have a – well, we had a bell like yeah. that people would ring oh, if we okay. weren't like – standing right by the door seeing that people were there but someone stole it like two months ago i was so mad <laughs> i was like stoners. there was still a little bell stoners. come on i know exactly <laughs> or like the walkers that go yeah. around there because we are right next to executive inn yeah so, like we don't often get a lot of crazy people like in and out but every once in a while they'll come in and they'll be like what's going on in here yeah and you guys have the little entryway thing that's like a it sells glassware and stuff yeah. so you get to that and you don't have to have a card to get into that part exactly, right exactly yeah. you do have to have a card to get into the next Yes. Where the actual, so 
other dispensaries might not have that issue no. because people can't get in. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. I was, like, can I use your bathroom? I'm like, oh, yeah. oh I guess. Do they ask to borrow the phone like every hour? I am like a hard no on that. I've never had anybody ask before, <laughs> but I would be like, no, sorry, especially with coronavirus right now. Yeah, no. <laughs> One time at, uh, at my shop in Wichita Falls, I loaned somebody the phone mm. and he walked outside. And I'm like, I got a business here. I got to stay and watch because yeah. there's people that could come in. And he just started walking down the road with my phone. And like, that's not like, going to work. Yeah. And I mean, it, it worked. Uh, it was my cell phone. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> oh, shit. So it was working for him. I thought it was like a regular no. phone. We got like probably a half a block away before I caught up to him. I was like, hey, uh, I was trying to give you your space and shit, but yeah. my phone doesn't need to leave like our parking lot. Yeah, you know what I mean? Or like the building in general. Yeah. Well, my theory was he stepped out. He's like, is it cool if I step outside with it? Yeah. And I was thinking private phone call. You're going to smoke. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And I can see at that shop, I could see everything in front because it was mostly glass. Right. So I wasn't worried about it. And then he got halfway to Brahms and I was like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I should be worried yeah. now. And, and I'm like, the people in the shop was like, hey, um, how far is too far to take my phone? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a really stupid topic to uh, actually, like, rather than just running after him immediately, I, like, discussed it for like a second. You, hey, did you, like, like forget that that yeah. was my phone you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, I was like, how, like, what made, at what point am I an asshole for chasing this guy right. down? Three houses? I don't think... <laughs> Anything ever, off the ever at all because yeah. he has your phone. Yeah, and I mean at the time, like I think an iPhone was probably like three hundred bucks, but yeah. three hundred bucks is a lot of money. Yeah. Um. Anyway, back to the dispensary thing. Uh, I'm gonna say a lot today. Yeah. I'm a little off, but I say a lot. Work, working there, I've seen everybody do different stuff, and and every other state I go to now, everything has to be prepackaged, or at least they're going towards that. Yeah. Like, do you guys have anything that comes in where you buy flour and it's already at like a jar of? Um. Like, like more specialty things like moon rocks mm-hmm. you'll see prepackaged or like obviously concentrates and stuff right. like that but not with flour so much i think people are still like especially with oklahoma being so new to like being you know medical and um people are like really weird about watching you weigh it out they mm. want to make sure they're getting like exactly <laughs> like not a yeah. Not a point zero under, you know, but so I think people are still kind of weird about that. They, I think they would want you to weigh it, but at the same time, I don't know, it's pretty easy to sell something like that because you're like, okay, here's yeah. an eighth already packaged. Yeah. You know, well, I like, I like looking go. at it. I like to smell it. I yeah. like to be able, I mean, same. if I could touch it, that'd be great too, right. but I understand why you can't let A lot of just... people do that and it's weird <laughs> that you, people think it's okay to do that. They'll yeah. like reach their hand and I'll, I'll pull it away yeah. really quickly. I'm like, no, no, no. No, can't touch it. The first time I went to a dispensary that I wasn't just, but like the first time I went, I was just like, I think I was in Colorado and I just bought like, well, I guess I could say it on here now, multiple cartridges, like a few months or a year worth. Worth. Uh, Oh, God. Well, we didn't have it. Right. So I was, I was buying some cartridges. I don't remember how much. And, um, and I wasn't even concerned with, uh, flour. The first time I ever bought flour at a dispensary the lady reached in with tongs and mm-hmm. grabbed some and put it out on the scale. And she was like, do you want to smell it? And I was like, am I allowed to? Like, I was real cautious. Right. And she acted like that was the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear you don't like it when people reach in the fucking Yeah, car. yeah. It's kind of <laughs> weird. I'm like, somebody's going to smoke that. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, i I think, a stoner enough. I don't really care. Right. You know, no, somebody most touched people my don't, weed. But, but you never will. know. Yeah. You know, especially with, like, being medical. You yeah. know, you're supposed to be, like, really, you know, strict into the rules. And, you know, you have patients with yeah. like immune deficient you know disorders and stuff and like that again, so you try to be to like as safe yeah <laughs> you try to be as safe as you can especially right now so yeah well don't, definitely don't reach in the jar when someone's showing you weed don't touch it 
I know a lot of people at the grows, they, and I mean, I like, I grow my own. I, I handle it barehanded because it's for yeah. me and my wife. Yeah. It's not for, like, I mean, I found out I can legally give it to my friends, so I've given a lot away, right. too. As but a gift. Yeah, but you can't. You can't sell it without being a dispensary, and right. it's not like I'm growing enough that my friends are going to be showing up at the house every day and be like, "Hey, let me get some more free weed." But um, like, I, I, I don't really think about that how I handle it. Right. And then I was thinking, I'm assuming a lot of the old school growers probably don't either, mm-hmm. and it doesn't bother me a bit. Yeah. But once you see it in the jar at the dispensary, something about like somebody's dirty hand going in there yeah. is sketchy. Yeah, it's almost you think about it like food yeah. or like a drink. You're like, ew, did she just grab that with your bare fingers? Yeah, and my, uh, which all, almost all your food is prepared barehanded too, by the way. Honestly, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, trust me, I worked yeah. in the service industry. <laughs> no, and I mean, they're not even, like, I don't think there's a rule that says you're supposed to wear gloves yeah. when you're preparing food. As I long think, as you're washing your yeah. hands frequently. Wash your hands a lot. Yeah. Um, and like, dude. And if you I, touch other things. If you touch chicken. <laughs> yeah, chicken, raw meat of any sort. Yeah. Well, Everybody knows the rules on cross-contamination. We've all taken the you say food that. handler's crook. <laughs> no. Yeah, I've that's been, probably, yeah. Probably I've, been to, right. I've been to a few kitchens, and I will tell you for sure, oh, there's yeah. stuff getting taken up off the floor and put I back hate, on the grill. I don't even like to hear about that kind oh, of stuff exists. because it grosses me I out. I mean, if you want to hear a really fun story oh. about Brahms, we can go there, oh. but I don't want to get sued. I don't even uh, eat Brahms. No, I don't really either. Most the, My favorite thing about not eating meat is it limits where I can get shitty food. That's true, and it kind of it helps with, like, if you're trying to diet or lose weight or yeah. anything. Yeah. Because I had done vegetarian for like eight months and I definitely had lost some weight and I felt like my sh- my stomach shrank. Like my yeah. appetite was a lot smaller after that. Yeah. You don't stuff yourself as easily, but at the same time, bread becomes your friend and that's not good. That's so, what I did notice. I was issue. like, I'm eating a lot of carbs and a lot of cheese. Yeah. I'm like, what else do I eat? Yeah. This chick I played hockey with, I saw her, I mean, when I, I think I'd been like officially vegetarian for like four years or something and... We, like, at the time, I was using Facebook a lot, so people knew some shit about me. Uh, and I was talking to her at a place I worked, and she said she s- did the vegetarian thing for, I forget, the maybe six months or something. And then she figured out all she was consuming was potatoes and bread. <laughs> and she was like, I, I figured it's probably better to just eat the animals. Right. And I kind of I agree with that, You're too. You're like, okay. Yeah. But I, I don't think I eat too bad, but the whole I thing is... I do love vegetables. Dude, like, veggies I love are great, vegetables. Especially if you cook them right. Yeah. Um, and today I cook chicken, so Did it's you? not for me. Oh, because your family eats meat yeah. still? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I meant to cook it the other day, and I put some chicken in the fridge to thaw it out like two days ago. Mm-hmm. And then I looked in the fridge, and I was like, oh, shit. I gotta cook uh, it. I gotta cook it with lots of pepper. Um, anyway, <laughs> this is how it goes every time. It's gonna go. Uh, okay, so I've, so far in the actual weed world, I've interviewed a grower... A seed breeder that had his friends that they, I mean, obviously seed breeding is a form of growing. You're growing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and now you, and I want to get, I want to talk to somebody that owns a dispensary that's not a stoner, which right. I feel like you might be the path to that too. Yeah. Uh, I know we, somebody. We know some guys. <laughs> you know, I mean, they might, they might smoke weed sometimes, but yeah. I'm pretty sure a lot of the owners in town are yeah. not really into it. Yeah. Uh, like the guy that owns the one next door. Um he told me he doesn't smoke. I don't really care. I'm mm-hmm. guessing since he's an old guy, he probably does and just yeah. lies about it. He doesn't want people to know because it's not professional. It. Yeah. But uh, I I asked him what he was going to do with the bar space down there. And I was like, you, you know, you could rent it to somebody that actually wants to pay the rent and and isn't laundering money. And it would it's a very nice building. Right. <laughs> but it's a so big far, space. So far, it's just been like three shitty bars that were really drug dealers and they were only open once a month. Yeah, it was weird. I yeah. had been there one time and it was, it was, it was definitely odd. It's, and I, it was definitely before I was 21. Yeah. Like I well, was also your girl. So you yeah. get away with that. <laughs> yeah. What I learned, uh, 
I think it was when it was CJ's, but one of the three or four bars it's been since we got here. Uh, I never thought about this form of discrimination and how it is not illegal. But you know how they have occupancy limits at bars where they say, like, okay, we need three more women before we let a man in because we want a ratio or whatever. Right. They can do that with anything, right. including ethnicity. Oh, wow. So they charge more for white people. Ah. <laughs> and I, I thought it was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, They're like, okay, white people don't, have, don't know how to party, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my theory was they just didn't want a bunch of fucking white dudes, like, because, I mean, stand, it was like a hip-hop Standing around and not dancing. Yes. And that's what we do. It's what I do. It's fine. Oh, but okay. uh, It's what I, we do. Yeah. <laughs> white people. But I went to the door, and the guy, like, he told me 15. I was like, no, I'm just here to see your boss because we have a little trash can related thing. And I figured he'd be here because it's early. Uh, and he was like, well, do you know my boss's name? And I was like, no, just the guy that owns the bar. Like, he asked me if I was going to give him a key to my dumpster for free right. that I pay for to be nice. And I just wanted to deliver it to him so I knew it got to him. Right. And this turns into like a 10 minute ordeal. Yeah. And then they open up some curtains and in the back some Scarface shit's happening. Yeah. I don't know what was on the table, but it was not bar money. It was, uh-uh. And I was like, so you're not even open? He was like, no, nah, we're not open yet. I was like, it's like 9 o'clock. And he's like, yeah, we don't open until midnight, man. What? And so they open at For like, like 11.45 until about 1.45 is what they were usually actually what? doing. Uh, and it was one or two days a week at the not most. Surprised, it was honest. so weird. <laughs> I was like, how do you make any money? And then I realized mm, that okay. you don't need to. Um, Just cover up. Yeah, but I'm curious, like, how many of those bars have had any kind of license or, like, because I would assume if you're going to use a cover-up to say you made a bunch of money, you have to maintain a lease for a year to show you made money throughout the whole year and spread it out. You'd have to show a license to prove how you, I mean, I guess if you just went to the IRS and said, hey, I own a bar and here's my taxes for $1 million. They probably wouldn't question all your little details, but, but, uh. I was trying to figure out what the fuck was going on with the first one, the second one, and the third one, and I just gave up at right. some point. So, but it's the, it's not the same people, but it's always the same thing. Yeah. Freaks me the fuck same out. Same kind of people. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, stoners, dude that owns the place. Uh, <laughs> he was talking about making it into a lounge, like a, he called it a 420 lounge. That'd be tight. I think it would be cool, but I was like, man, I actually don't like smoking around a bunch of people. True. Like, I don't mind, like, being high as fuck and yeah. going into something, but I don't like smoking... I'm gonna go hide if there's more than thirty people in the building. You yeah, know what I mean? for sure. Like, I mean, as maybe if it was like kind of sectioned off, you know, like you had your little sections, like but a hookah still, lounge or yeah, something. kind yeah. of like a hookah lounge, and everybody's like doing their own thing. But if we're just like, I don't know, like think about a bar, but no alcohol, but weed instead. Like, yeah. I don't know, you know, because yeah. you don't want to really share your weed, especially because it's so like, mm-hmm. you know, you're it putting it in your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> like, let me wipe my lips real quick. <laughs> go ahead and Corona it up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I guess that's... I don't know. I just don't see something yeah. like that working here, but I think it's a cool idea. Like, all kinds of shit sounds like a cool idea, but here's my my random... One of my four listeners to check this out. <laughs> rent the space. Now they're making it a, a grow supply, actually, so it won't work. Oh, okay. But rent a space like that and uh, do a, a comedy club slash 420 lounge slash regular as bar. Regular bar pays the bills. Right. Thursday night's comedy night. Comedy shows are fun. Sunday and Monday... Weed days, yeah, that's and then awesome. the rest, and then you have a regular bar and people that, then you get the people who are like, oh, I just want to go there to drink. Yeah, you got to take the day off, or you can just deal with the weed smoke. Yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. that big of a deal. Totally. And if you had like, I don't know what kind of quality you would need for this, but like a ventilation system that just like almost like a vent hood per table. Yeah. And have like a cool. I mean, I think you could make it really cool and like cards Hibachi against humanity style and, with a rolling yes. table in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
to just come out there and sell like like uh, two packs of Swishers for five bucks and Literally, just rip people convenience off. Convenience fee. But no, people would do it. And you could put a ten dollar ATM surcharge on there, oh, and yeah. people would. And but the thing is, like, could you do that in Oklahoma and have it be a dispensary as well, or would you have to put it next to a dispensary? I feel like I think as long um, as you have a different address, like yeah. it could even be Suite One, Suite Two, Suite Three. Right. You know, it would just have to have separate bathrooms. That's fine. Their own bathrooms and like. And they'd have to like exit to and come back in. Yeah. yeah. Same yeah. concept as if I wanted to sell merch. Like, let's say for some reason, Avenue Tattoo Gear was just like Gucci Shit. level. <laughs> I could just rent the space next door, but I I could put a rack if it was all tattoo related uh-huh. in the front and get my retail tax license or whatever the fuck it's called and sell it. And that's why I give my shirts away a lot because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's a lot of work for oh. tax stuff. But I could put it next door and sell whatever I want. Yeah. Um, I assume the same thing. But yeah, like in a building like this or, <clears throat> you know, the little plaza that, I mean, they won't even rent to a tattoo shop. I tried. so. But in front of uh, Goodwill, it used to be Hastings. Yeah. Okay. That little like square, it's called like the 502 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that would be perfect. You could make one whole side, a crazy bar, put yeah. a dispensary in the middle, and then, like, one more thing on the side. One stop shop. Yeah. And and the building sold. Actually, you, your your boss probably knows the guy that bought it. It was yeah. a doctor that uh, he bought that building for nothing. I can't remember the exact number, yeah. but I remember me and my cousin, he has a business there. We were mm-hmm. talking about it. I was like, dude, we could have split that. Like, we could have definitely bought that building. For sure. And we're not rich. So yeah. it's not, like, millions of dollars. It would be dollars. doable. Hey, and especially with the Hastings parking lot next door. Yeah, yeah have on, the overflow. Walk over or, yeah. you know, get a and little shuttle bus. Now it's, oh, dude. <laughs> that would be fun. Actually, you could, I think you could, if you build a bridge, you could make oh, a little path out right. back I and have them walk around. I think actually a lot of people do that. They cut through yeah, that crack whole heads. area. Yes. Yeah, crackheads. Crack <laughs> So to be polite. on the subject of crackheads, <laughs> we, right. we're going to get off of Love the weed heads. thing for a minute. I hope it goes back to weed as soon as possible. Okay. But uh, <laughs> actually, no, we'll stay on weed. Uh, <laughs> quality weed. Oklahoma, like, would you say Oklahoma can hang with California and, and Colorado at least closer in the next five years? It'll be the same. Yeah, I think they're definitely getting there. I think a lot of people have doing have been doing it, obviously, yeah. before the legalization. Yeah. So <laughs> those guys who have, like, the leg up on everybody, you know, are coming out with some really good stuff. So I definitely think they could compete, you know? Yeah. So. And did you hear the one where I talked to uh, Hitman from Snake Boy Seeds? I don't know. I don't know if we were on air or not when I said it because we talked a lot off air afterwards about the quality. Yeah. But I mentioned a few things that I've heard that you've definitely heard as well mm-hmm. um, involving tricks people came up with to like like injecting distillate. And oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked and, about and that. And he was like, who the fuck told you that? And I was like, uh, well, I'm guessing that the person that told me that has not experienced that themselves. But yeah. I'm just saying it sounds feasible, right? Yeah. And he's like, I've never heard of that. But also, let me tell you something off air about uh, testing. Apparently, a lot of these guys get, and he said off air, and then I put it on air. Sorry, buddy. Uh, <laughs> but like, I've heard this from not just him. I've talked to other people. Like, I've I saw an Instagram post recently. A lot of people pay off the testing. Places. Oh, absolutely. So that's why, like, now OMMA only has twelve, I think, certified testing okay. facilities in Oklahoma, and there's like. Probably well over 50, but now they did, like, this whole thing. So there's only 12 certified ones that are actually, okay. like, feasible. I feel you know better I mean? now. Because yeah. I was like, sometimes yeah. I've seen shit that said something in the 30s. There's and I'm definitely like... some that I know of that I've heard people definitely have paid off. Okay. And I still will get those results in whenever people are, like, bringing me flour to see or yeah. whatever. And they'll they'll give it, you know, to me from that testing lab. And I'm like, mm. Yeah, and and the thing like that know. seems like a good idea to a person that's a little shady. It's like, oh, if I just give them five hundred bucks or whatever it is, then that makes this pound worth five hundred dollars more. Yeah, and then I got ten pounds of the shit. Yeah, so it makes sense for them to think that's a good idea until you get caught, and then somebody looks at your company and just 
immediately for me, like you said, your impression when you see that test result, you go, yeah. oh, fuck, fuck the yeah. processing guy, fuck the guy that tested it, <laughs> fuck the guy that grew it. I don't, right. I don't trust any of these numbers. And like for me, as not a business person that has to do a bunch of stuff with a bunch of retailers and deal with vendors, mm -hmm. I would never do business with somebody that I thought was trying to sell me a product that was falsely marked yeah. like, right out the gate. But I know a lot of people would. They just tell them about it and like almost use it to yeah, to get a discount or something. And yeah. yeah, and um, there's been a lot of cases where people have brought us like weed to look at and, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, this test set this and this and this. And, you know, these really good numbers or like pretty average ones, you know. And we had this little tester. It's kind of cool because it's, like, pretty convenient to have. But it tested it by, like, light, I guess. It's okay. called a Purple Pro. Okay. It's cool. Anybody can buy it. Um, but you put just, like, a little bit of weed in it. You grind it up. And then you put, like, this lid on. And it sends, like, lasers and lights through it. And it tests it. I don't really know how. Oh, like, I haven't really read a lot yeah. on it. But um, it'll give – and it connects to your phone. So you get, like, a little app. And it'll tell you exactly I'm how much. It. Yeah, no, it's kind of cool. It's called a Purple Pro. But it'll tell you – um, what it tests at and a lot of the times we would they would be like oh this tests at 28 percent you know yeah, something that's pretty crazy and we'll test it and it's like 18 and which 18 like, fucking fine 18 is fine and i wish people would stop trying to shoot for like yeah. you know 25 and above which is great that's awesome but Keep that a little closer to your face sorry yeah you're good <laughs> but 18 17 18 19 is still really good yeah that's a really good yeah, number. Yeah, I, I think anything. But people aren't paying attention to like terpene levels either and that kind of thing. Yeah, so. there's so many things pe people will just look at THC. Yeah. And I think most growers, their goal is just to get the highest THC. And mm -hmm. like when I buy seeds, I look at what they say it should yield, like right. weight wise, and yeah. what they say it should. I've never tested any of it, but I guarantee you that I've had a plant that it said it would be around 18, mm -hmm. that was way over 18, or something just magical happened in there. Yeah. And then I had one that I was like, I don't think there's THC in this. Yeah. And it's just, it's like, there's still nice. grower errors for sure. Yeah. It's not. And it can like, always be high, like CBD or CBN or something yeah. like that. You know, and, so. Well, I have one that, uh, it was, I think it was, it's Harley Quinn, like a pretty much half yeah. and half with CBD. Uh, it's like it's a, a lot. High CBD yeah. strain. I like it, and it's still, like, it works. I like it's, the one-to-ones <laughs> or, like, the CBD-THC yeah. mixtures. It's kind of nice. It's Especially. like you still get, like, the body relief that you like, but, like, more clear head, I guess. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm never trying to get to a point where my brain doesn't work. Right. I'm just trying to get to a point where my body doesn't hurt. Sometimes and, that happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I don't mind. Like, the other day, I uh, I had taken... <laughs> I'd taken a pretty strong edible, mm -hmm. and then Brandy was getting in the little armoire where we keep the edibles, yeah. and she's like, she goes, do you, do you want anything out of here? And there's one that's like 35 milligrams or something, which yeah. for me is like a pretty good dose. And me I was too. like, let me get one of those. <laughs> and then about five minutes later, I was like, oh, shit. That first one's just now kicking in. Oh, it was a weird night. Now we're but, in for a ride. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I stayed up to enjoy it for an hour. That's good. And then I slept great. Yeah. And the other thing is, like, a lot of people waste it. They'll, you know, they'll do 50 just or 60 milligrams out. and pass out. Yeah, like, just find your, like, cap where yeah. it's, like, enough but not too much Dude. and then then go to sleep those 10 milligram set. smokies yeah. that's all i need yeah like, i usually it. will like eat one every like morning a 10 milligram one and it's like enough for me to yeah. be like chill and calm and like in a good mood yeah <laughs> um one of my favorite things i found and i got to talk to my buddy that works for the processor that made it to figure out all the details but it was that syrup stuff you add to a drink oh yeah i love it my yeah. favorite well it said super lemon on it so i assume that means yeah. like it's just lemon flavored and they're trying to play with the super lemon haze but most of those things you don't actually know what strain it came from yeah or they're just adding like yeah. terpenes or this something this was clearly a fucking sativa really I, I poured a bunch in a coke and i didn't like I, I thought i could use like a syringe and measure it but it's mm -hmm. so thick you can't do that yeah so i just poured some in and kind of squeezed it and went and i was like yeah. oh shit here Ooh, it goes there it was <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I definitely had one before that felt like way sativa. Like one time me and my friend, we had split one bottle and it was a thousand milligram bottle. And yeah, you know, fully knew what we were doing, but we stayed up the entire night, you know, so, and it didn't make me feel like I had to pass out. Definitely was like super like high and groggy, you know, but like I couldn't sleep because my mind was like going so fast still. Like I couldn't stop thinking. Same thing. I had the same, like I was like staring at the ceiling. My brain was working really good, but my body wasn't. Yeah. And I was like, man, I want to go to the kitchen. (laughs) But I got to think about some shit first. Right, because I'm going to go in there and I'm going to forget what I was coming in here for. Yeah, dude, it got weird because, like, time changed. Everything was different. And that's where, like, usually I tell people way too much. Like, weed's not really, like, what you think. If you've never smoked weed, I guarantee you you're wrong. But uh, that was more like a movie or, like, a you know, that 70s show kind of stoned. It was a different – I get where there's, like, some stigma behind it. Yeah. Like, that was one of those days where I was like, oh, fuck, I'm not – like, I committed at about 5 a.m. to just going, I guess I'm not sleeping. Yeah. I should get some good out of this. I started writing notes. Do something Um, creative. And I say writing, I mean typing. Yeah. Typing notes. (laughs) Getting carpal tunnel. Yeah. no, I love the syrup. That's my favorite. I've I've made almost every single one of my friends try it, and they it's all good. like it. Like I'm sh- everybody, I'm trying to figure out a way to dilute it where it I just doesn't put in, like Sprite or lemonade. No, I mean and then like, I make a little drink. Oh, so like it's not so, so I can do it with a syringe. And, like what so, brand do you use? Uh, is that like is loud? No, that's allowed. Okay, it's, okay. I think it's Black Mesa. Oh, okay, um, but it's just like I bought it off my buddy that works for them. Because um, the one that I use, it's like definitely it's like thin, thin enough. enough. It's like cough oh. syrup. Like it's thin enough. Okay, no, this is like. It's like real molasses, not maple syrup. Oh, wow. Like, it, what okay. you're describing is thinner than syrup. Okay, so I'm talking about like syrup, like a cough syrup. Yeah. Like it's just like tea. Well, that's, what it, that's kind of how it's advertised, now. but this shit's yeah. just goo. That was like, just goo. Yeah, it's stuff. strong though. We do like, have maple syrup though. It's kind of cool. Oh. Like, literally just for pour your, your pancakes. pancakes. Yeah. It's like you get the munchies while you're. Yeah, it's you're, like a 100 milligram yeah. bottle. I'm like, no, I might have to swing by and check out the syrup though. Because yeah. like, I like the Hot idea sauce. of like dropping a little bit of my coffee. Like, let's say, let's say like five milliliters is like, I don't know, 10 milligrams or something. Put like two or three in my coffee and slowly dose it throughout the day, like that kind of thing. Because like I chop up edibles all the time. Like I'll get those Smokies and cut them into like four pieces and eat one. Yeah, micro-dosing. I do like to to maintain from like 8 a.m. to midnight. And then I go hard. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people that actually use... Um, the ice cream, the tasty oh, ice cream yeah. to put in their coffee. They put like a scoop as a creamer because it's like a dairy product idea. and it tastes good and yeah. it gives you like your little bit of dose. And so. that chocolate one. It tastes yeah. like it tastes like chocolate Briar's ice cream with a hint of weed. Yeah. And not like, you know how some stuff they make with distillates, it tastes like like a chemical. It doesn't like taste you're like vaping. Yeah. <laughs> like this, that stuff tasted like like they used a proper amount of fucking weed yeah. and some kind of butter. It's or like something. I want to taste weird. it a little bit <clears throat> because I know I'm eating an edible, but. It's like they do yeah. at – it's like the perfect amount. Yeah, where the Smokies will fuck you up because you'll be like, oh, this isn't even really weed. And so just keep good. eating them. <laughs> I swear I'll start wanting to eat them like Dude. they're candy. Yeah. Especially if I'm already high and I have I have a pretty good selection of edibles at home because, you know, me and my me and all my roommates, we have our cards. So we all buy edibles and then I'm constantly getting like samples of everything. Yeah. So we have a good selection. So I'll be high and I'll like look in the fridge and I'm like, ooh, man, that sounds pretty good because it'll be like good things like chocolate bars and the, the Smokies taste so good. And then I don't know if you've ever had the um, Farmer's Daughter Cheesecakes. No. It's so good. Dude, it's hopefully just, Brandy doesn't hear this because we're going to fuck up yeah, some cheesecake It's weed. so good. It's just cheesecake. And then the, she does different flavors. She's done like strawberry. She's done cherry. She did like a Reese's one. Sn- like I think she did like Snickers. There's an Oreo one. Oh my God, they're Dude, so I'm good. I'm fucking sold. It's so good. Oh, 
Oh, and it's man. 400 milligrams. Oh, that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's scary. Wait, are you talking about a whole cheesecake? No, for, it's like, just a, like a small mason jar. <gasps> no. It's dangerous. We okay. just take a tablespoon, and that yeah. always had seemed like the perfect amount. It sounds so, so good, though. It like, is good. It, I've never thought about cheesecake this way, but you could, like, spread that on a bagel or something. True, like, you could do true. something fun with it. Like, yeah. Stoners uh, are so creative. I love it. Oh, I know. It's like, great. Especially, like, I'll get really high, and then Brandy and I have been taking turns doing this, but we'll usually go put together, like, a bowl cocktail of, it'll be, like, cheese balls, <laughs> yes. uh, Cheerios, like, just weird shit. But like, just, am I a toddler? Dude. And I am a toddler. As soon as, <laughs> as, soon as you give me enough weed, I'm a toddler. Same. But the point is, there's a lot of fun shit you can do with edibles. Um, anyway, what's like out of working out, like working at a dispensary for a year, mm -hmm. is it close to what you thought it would be? Or yeah, I think it's pretty much what I don't know. Maybe in some ways and in some ways not, I guess. But it's definitely been a lot of fun and. I hate, like, if I ever complain about work, I try not to complain about work. But, you know, a job's a job. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, man, I got to go to work. Yeah. But <clears throat> for the most part, it's easy. It's fun. Like, I love what I do. Most of, like, the patients are really cool. And, like, over a year with the same ones coming back, like, we've created, like, good close relationships. And I've seen a lot of people overcome a lot of things, which is really cool. Like, that's my favorite part is where someone comes in and they're like, I have, you know, two weeks off of opioids forever that I've been prescribed you know for 30 years now that I was addicted to and I've stopped taking them all together because I've started like microdosing yeah. weed that's awesome I love that or someone who's like hasn't had a day without pain in like 20 years and, oh, and now they're you give free. them a gummy <laughs> and they're like I had the weirdest day the other day this lady said this to me she said I had the weirdest day the other day and I was like what's up you know and she said she was like I just felt like something was missing all day and I realized I just was pain free and yeah. it was just like weird to me and it was because I had got her these gummies that were really good for pain they had like extra cbn in them and so th that's the coolest part of like working at the dispensary and if somebody and i guess i me... didn't i didn't realize that would happen i guess yeah. i would think it would be more of like the stoner like type of thing but yeah really it, a lot of it is like helping people and seeing them overcome a lot of ailments that they lived with for a long time and haven't been able to fix so did, yeah, I didn't expect that. I would have never thought about that part until we did the patient drive here and right. then i experienced a little glimpse yeah. of what you're talking about but I, I think, like, what I would expect going to work at a dispensary is, okay, I get to show up to work. I can be high as fuck. All right. I got to do is Same. weigh stuff. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take naps. Yeah. I can, like, like, my boss is probably going to have dreadlocks. Yeah, like, like sweats and, like. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, especially in the medical. I mean, you definitely see the dispensaries that are like that, and those are the ones I don't think will do very well. Mm -hmm. And then where you work, it's, like, you go in there and everybody, I mean, you might be high, but I can't tell. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Nobody's, like, retarded high. They're right. just, like. <laughs> functioning yeah. and and everybody's super polite and you can just Aww. go in and get I, I mean I've only that. been a few times yeah but, you know I love but to hear that I'll That's go good. more uh now that you're here I'll go more all right um <laughs> once I start making money again give yeah. me a, like right now I've basically just been smoking the weed I grow I haven't yeah. bought edibles but once since we had the shutdown thing just because I got the first week I was like I mean super worried super tight with money like freaking out and then after about a week i realized oh most of our money actually doesn't go to bills it goes mm -hmm. to vacations yeah and we, we won't be adding money to the vacation <clears throat> fund and I we won't be going lot, to eat it yeah. out and that's about it mm -hmm. and that's i would really... have a lot more money if i didn't spend oh yeah on like you know food and random things i buy and like weed of course yeah. takes a big chunk of my money but... do you get an employee discount or anything yeah i get yeah. a discount okay, cool. it's nice and yeah. that's why i don't really like i like a lot of other shops in town definitely but 
I stay at mine because I get a discount and I have everything I need there and I like what we get. So. Yeah, and you guys are working on a grow and processing place on the premises, right? Yeah, or, so um, you, it's like, still it, under construction. I was going to say, anything you're not allowed to talk about is totally no, fine. No, you're good. No, it's the... still under construction, but that whole back like bowling alley area mm. will be like a grow facility back okay. there. So they've already got some of it done, but it's just like a process coming along. They, it kind of, they took a pause on it for a little bit to open that second location, but yeah, it's still... Well, Work like, in progress. I talked to you about that, and then when I got done talking to Hitman, uh, on the like we went outside, and the cops came in the middle of our podcast mm-hmm. and a bunch of shit. So it was like a weird podcast, but we got done, and we had like a 30-minute conversation out front. Yeah. But one of the things we talked about is I didn't – and I don't – again, I don't know what was off-air and on-air. Sometimes lately I've had like weird dreams where I'm like, <laughs> did I just say something about my mother-in-law that wasn't very nice that oh, could no. be misconstrued to the public? <laughs> like, And she listens, so mm-hmm. it's like, oh, shit, I don't like – because some stuff, you know, I, everything I say comes out wrong. But uh, the point is we Same. were just talking about the, like, architecture behind it. And I was like, why do they need a fucking architecture for a grow? And he explained it. And I was like, oh, I'm retarded. Yeah. Like, I didn't know. And I say retarded, which is not good because this is public. I'm going to get <laughs> trouble. But, like, I never thought about the weight of the lights. I never thought about – I thought yeah. about the electrical. Mm-hmm. But I never thought about how like many lights you're going to have and how like, the water's going to have to mm-hmm. – you're going to have to have somewhere to plug up some place in the middle yeah, maybe. You need, like, a whole architecture, like – engineer all yeah that. there's yeah. yeah and i would like the way that my tent is set up you put the weed in the yeah, pot right. <laughs> and you like, have it's three, so simple three, though 000, why do they need that guy three nice lights right and then turn that bitch on with a timer so do you just oh. do it in like your house in a room or is it I, in, like, it's a in my garage, garage. i just have okay. like heated and cool so i have uh i have a two-room system that's kind of weird one room is a tent and one room is a room that i built that has a lot of duct tape and boards it's fun uh the duct tape's very colorful but <laughs> uh it, the the smaller room that I built has an air conditioner in it, and then the vent fan from that room goes into the next to the tent, and then the tent has a vent fan that goes out that's filtered. Okay. So I just turn the the exhaust on the tent up a little higher than the one blowing the air out, just and it keeps the. I mean, I monitor temperature and humidity in both, nice. and I can keep it within about you know ten degrees of where I want it. It's yeah. never perfect, but yeah. like. 10 degrees considering there's lights and it's in my garage. Right. I feel like it's good. That's pretty good. Yeah. So it stays pretty close Especially to... Especially for your like at home oh, yeah. setup, you know. And the thing is like it, it's fucking... I should just have two tents, but you, it's not that like... <laughs> it's not that expensive to I just know. build a little room and you're... I mean... I feel like just, once you start and you're just like... It's like you get addicted to it. Yeah. Like, I want now more, I want to get into more. processing and yeah. like I want to do an outdoor grow. Yes. Like I was going to build some raised <laughs> beds and do a veggie garden with some weed in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the side of the house. That's what I did. Me and my roommate, we built a raised garden. Yeah. But that's, for veggies. Yeah. Well, that's what I wanted to do for mm-hmm. veggies. and But I started out by just putting one potted plant. It was an autoflower that I wasn't super worried about the quality. Right. Like, and I figured autoflower is going to survive, probably do better outside. Absolutely. So put it outside. And then the next day, half of it was gone. And I was like, oh, we have rabbits. We have squirrels. Oh, no. We have. I didn't even think about it. I was uh, like, I, yeah, so now I got to figure out, like, how much fucking mesh and shit do it. Like, I need, like, chicken wire, like, yeah. five feet to keep a squirrel out. Build a I'm little fucked. greenhouse. Well, yeah, that's, like, I was talking about a greenhouse, <laughs> but I wanted it to be something we can just, like, walk out there. And I was thinking, like, a little hallway between two raised beds that are, like, mm-hmm. you know, just 12, 12 foot long, three feet wide or something. Yeah. And I had it all worked out in my head until I realized... I'm going to have to build a lid. Like, I would be cool with building, like, a chicken wire frame around it and a little door. Right. But I also need it to be tall enough I can walk in it with something to keep the squirrels out. Because oh, I don't know what squirrels do. Like, true. I don't... And I'm a fucking idiot when it comes to outdoor gardening. Like, yeah. I, I was like, ah, something, it. something fucking ate it. Awesome. <laughs> 
Where do you dinosaur. live? <laughs> no, we yeah. So I live in Lawton okay. in city limits, and we have in my backyard. We will on the regular on a regular basis see possums. Really. Sometimes we see squirrels. Ooh. Always rabbits. Yeah. Rabbits I feel everywhere. like that's normal. Yeah. The rabbits. the rabbits will eat everything good. They yeah. eat roses. They eat weed. They eat fucking, fucking tomatoes. Rabbits. Fucking rabbits. They just eat and fuck all day. Literally. That's, stop. Dude, it sounds like a cool life, actually. They, honestly, just, they really have it made. And rapidly fuck. Yeah. And, and, and you, you fuck live in a hole. your babies whenever yeah. they're born. They just kind of leave them, don't yeah. they? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, know, you I guess you build new relationships right. every time. I don't know. It's like, hey, buddy, how you doing? Okay, bye. It's no baggage. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like they got it figured out. Yeah, um, there's no mortgage on a rabbit hole either. Reincarnated into a rabbit. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think they only live like seven years. So oh. you would if no, that's good because that means if reincarnation's a thing, you yeah. get a different chance. There you go. So while you're a rabbit, you could like let's say you can think your reincarnation into yeah. existence. Yeah. While you're a rabbit, be like, dude, I want to be a fucking person. That shit sounds yeah. dope. They got weed. <laughs> I can't find no weed out here. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if you're a stoner rabbit that was re- <laughs> like you reincarnated into a stoner rabbit? Oh, you're out shit. fucking hunting down weed, hunting down somebody's plants in their you, backyard. You're never gonna find it. Um, also, I've noticed a lot of people. I don't understand all the laws, but I tattoo. I tattoo a guy. <laughs> I gotta be very vague here. Yeah. I talked to him about it. I'm trying to get him on my podcast, but right. we have to change his name. Uh, I tattoo a guy that works for an agency that has something to do with the background check part of getting oh. a uh, license. Mm-hmm. And he made it sound like they don't really know the rules yet. No, nobody like, knows the fucking <laughs> rules. I swear to God, nobody knows the fucking right. rules. Like, because oh I asked him, God. I was like, so <clears throat> could I, let's say I had a, a commercial grow and then. I ran out of space at my house for my six plants for me, mm-hmm. and I had like twelve. And then I just said those were part of the grow that I took home to take care of. He's like, I don't know. Yeah, I was like, what knows. if I just grow like a hundred plants in my backyard? He's like, we don't have a punishment laid out for yet. It's yeah. illegal, literally. It's but like, we don't know. Yeah, and everything goes back to we don't know. And I was like, Does if you ask know? them anything, they give you that answer where they're like, no, but they're shaking their head, yes. No, you're you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> but they're they're definitely Enjoy. shaking their head. Enjoy yourself. Yes. <laughs> and I think like, okay, I understand because it's medicine and because it does change your fucking mental state or whatever. We need to kind of pay attention to what's going on. But I think if it was completely unregulated, but you have to pay the taxes and the license and stuff, mm-hmm. and they don't even check on anything or care, you know, the address doesn't matter, I don't think anything different would happen. Honestly, no. Like, I think, like, stoners are a lot safer than, yeah. like, alcoholics. Yeah. You know, obviously, we all know that. So. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. sorry to all you alcoholics <laughs> out there. Dude, I looked at the analytics on this thing, and I have, like, it's all it all says less than 1%, but, like, Germany, yeah. Ireland, Canada... Um, Australia, Korea. I know who I know. I have a few listeners that are military that are from here, so mm. I'm not going to count that one. But Korea, I had a weird list. But now I always, I'm like, man, when I say that I fucking don't like the French people, I wonder <laughs> if that's gonna. <laughs> that's such a common thing. I remember my dad always growing up, and I think my dad had lived in France. I think at some point because he was like a military brat, but he always says like. He hated the French. I'm like, yeah. why does everybody hate the yeah, French? No, I think it's. I'm indifferent. To okay, them. I don't gonna, know. No, I I don't hate any <laughs> large group of people. I don't think that all French people are bad, but I do think that it's. You know how some people like to be an internet troll, and then some people do that in person. Yeah. The French are French both. Are just, okay. <laughs> and they they like from this is my one day experience in fucking France, and right. I'm never going back on purpose unless like my daughter just says, "Hey, all I want for my 18th birthday is it's to see the Eiffel French. Tower." I'll be like, "All right, let's do it." But unless somebody has a real reason I need to go, right. I'm staying the fuck out of France. But uh, from what I can gather, 
their culture is something like this. Let's all see how many countries that aren't France will hate us <laughs> and will pretend we're Paris Hilton and people hate us because we're fabulous. Right. And I think that's like, they, did I just spit on you? I'm no, sorry. Okay. I was like, all. dude, it not felt like all. something. Like, <laughs> all right, cool. Get your mask. Oh, dude, I did. Man, I'm, I'm just be, kidding. That I've would be horrible. I've so paranoid. I hate the dude, masks. Dude, I've been so, so paranoid about it. Not yeah, either. I'm not sure what all we're, we're doing. Like here at this shop, I made like a set of protocols that we're going to try to follow. Mm-hmm. And one of them's already got a little hole in it because mm-hmm. it, it involves a temperature gun that, like, I did a conversion because it's not the kind for humans because those are all sold out. And I also didn't want to, like, pay the extra $200 to get one and take it away from somebody that could actually use it. Right. Uh, I think I have an extra one. The fucking medical? Yeah, like medical? the okay. um, digital one that well, you just point to their head. No, I'm saying you got to be, like, six feet back. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Damn. I'm trying to be far enough away. I don't want, okay. I don't want like, Megan to have to touch somebody. To, right. So now what we have is... We shoot you with that, and it gets you real close. I did the conversion, and, like, it's just different with each person by, like, a whole two degrees. Okay. But if you're over 95, we're worried on there. Even though 98 would be, like, a standard temperature, this thing's going to read low. Okay, because you're so far. Yeah. But we have the one that touches your forehead that you slide across. Yeah. So my theory is, and I haven't worked it all out yet. Yeah. We, we shoot you with a laser. If anything seems a little off, yeah. put a mask on, put some gloves on, go yeah. over there and go the little... <laughs> and give it a shot with the proper one. Real quick. Yeah, because, like, I want to... I wanna, get as close as I can to, like, doing a tattoo without getting near people. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, this whole time, I've been doing podcasts across a table that's about this wide Mm -hmm. with people and shaking their hands, and uh, a few blunts were shared. Yeah. And it's like... I know. I've still been, like, socially speaking a little bit. So it's like, yeah. And then I forget afterwards, or, like, I don't realize... You know, I just forget what time we're living in at the yeah. time. You know, and uh, I'll be sharing a blunt with somebody or a joint or whatever, and I'm like, oh man, maybe I yeah, shouldn't. Yeah, I usually this. don't too much anyway. It's like me and Egypt, we'll usually go outside and smoke anytime we're not both tattooing. Um, but most people, if I don't like know you that well, and you're like, hey man, you want? I'm like, ah, yeah, that's cool. But like when Hitman came in and I, he he put the fucking work into it, he was like rolling it and looking at it like some like serious shit yeah. and I was like I can't All right. say no to that yeah. that would be then, disrespectful dude, I, <laughs> that's exactly what I was saying I hit it and I go whoa yeah. <laughs> what's in this what man I started leaning back like it fucking did something like it hit you in the chest but it's like yeah, it should dude well he <laughs> he made a list he was like I have this this I was like what the fuck I put weed in mine Yeah. this is like weed with like uh, some like I want to say you put like diamonds in it or like some kind of wax or something. Yeah. But I didn't know much about wax until recently, yeah. and now I'm getting into wax. Like, yeah. like I want to get a, a press, and like oh, every yeah, that's every cool. time. Well, here's two reasons why it's cool. <laughs> I grow too much weed. Right. You need to do something with it. Yeah. So you yeah. take half of it and you turn it into wax, and mm-hmm. this big ass plant that would be four jars turns into like a little tiny jar. Yeah. And you still get the same amount of medical goodness. You're out not of it. wasting really yeah. anything. And that's where, like, when people talk about distillates and all that, and I, like, I use the cartridge thing all the time, mm-hmm. but um, I always worry about how they get it out of the plant. Yeah. With wax, it's like 200 and some change, not even 220 degrees, pressure and, and a lot of pressure. Yeah, and just, yeah absolutely. And just, I'm really not a big fan of the vaping. Out. I just do it because of the convenience. Yeah, and I always have one in my purse, like, charged and ready. Yeah. For, and I always say, like, in emergency situations, like, I have to go to Walmart. Emergency. Basically. <laughs> this is a weed emergency. <laughs> yeah, literally. But other than that, I mostly just smoke, like, flour when I'm at home. Yeah. And I eat edibles. I love edibles. And then I do dabs. And the and other thing use... about making wax, though, you can use it to make edibles. You True. just use it to make what I mean you like anything so, really let's say I just get like a bunch of little jars and I put it like a few grams in every jar and I stack them up put them in the back of your fucking freezer and then when you need to make a crazy batch of brownies 
it doesn't take much. Right. Like, and you just have that stockpile. And so, like, if I had wax just laying around the house right now, it would definitely have been made into, I would be like, hey, Brandy, let's take the kids to my mom's house for one day. Yeah. Because they're going to try to eat these motherfucking oh, brownies. Know, We're going to have to cook them and bag them up and yes. put them in the freezer in a hiding spot or, like, in a safe. Uh, now everything, the, everything that you could possibly imagine it's just locked because yeah. like my oldest is nine oh, it's like yeah so you're not curious like, yeah hmm, what's that yeah so my my theory is like let's say we left like i don't know let's say we had a special box in the fridge that we said or the freezer that we say don't mm. touch that that's like that's Our got stuff. weed in it yeah my kids would not intentionally go in there but they're kind of like little stoners like right. when it comes to candy they just forget yeah. and they're like oh chocolate yeah Oh no! And then and then they would like become a new kind of religion I hadn't heard of. I mean, I don't know, like some deep thinking going on. I definitely have to make like a separate treat for my son whenever I'm making like an edible of some sort because I'm like, oh brownies, you know, and I'm like freaking out. These are mommy's brownies. These are our brownies. These are yours. You can eat these. How old is your kid? He's four. Okay, and he knows you smoke weed, or does he? Uh, Oh yeah, I mean, I do it. Like he knows, like my little tray is like my mommy stuff. My stuff. Don't touch it. My medicine. I'm like your medicine, I'm like yeah. yeah. I mean that's like, dude, I I'm, I wouldn't like ever hide it from him. That's what I'm saying. I don't think I ever would. Like I'd be like, yeah, this is my medicine. It's legal for me to right. do it. You can't do it until you're 18 years old. You right, know? which legally is still 21, it. right? True. Well, well like recreationally medi- oh, is yeah, you're 21, right. You're right. medically 18. So and I'm you know, I, but if he ever needed it for anything, like if anything yeah. ever happened or in. You know, let's say he was like born with like autism or something. Like, I would definitely be open to like, obviously helping him with yeah. it. Yeah, so, like I've yeah. I've looked at all the studies I can find that say that weed. Is, and I do think like, I have this thing about <laughs> anything that changes the way your brain works before you're fully developed. I get yeah. the concerns. Yeah. And I'm I don't think we're at a point like research wise where like, oh yeah, I would let my 16 year old or whatever. But there's kind of a time when I think everybody I know was doing shit their parents didn't know about. So I'm not sure. I know nobody knows what they're doing and we're all fucking up. Like that's what parents (laughs) do. But my kids knowing that I smoke weed and like also I I say weed or cannabis. I try not to say marijuana just because I like learned the whole history of the fucking word and it makes me feel gross now. I never like looked it up. Oh my God. Do I need to look it up? Yeah. It's pretty bad. There's a lot of racism in it. Oh really? Yep. Anti-Mexican shit. Really? Yeah, you're going to wow. love it. Yeah, so the fact that they call it a marijuana dispensary and OMMA, yeah. Oklahoma Marijuana, Medical you Marijuana. You should whatever. definitely, like, bring that up to them. So, I, like, don't, I don't email. think so. No? I don't think so. Because the thing is, it's, like, it's the same thing as Native American or Indian or indigenous peoples. Like, yeah. I don't think anybody that I know is a victim of somebody saying Indian. I don't think it's, like, I don't think they're being attacked with it. Versus, okay. like, the N-word. Yeah. It's an attack. Yeah. Like, I think... I think when it comes to words, if you just put too much, like you're giving that word too much power. You know what I mean? You're right, you're right. It's not, it's, the N word's one of like four I kind of get. Like I get, I get the F word. Yeah. I I love that. No, not fuck. Oh, okay, wait. (laughs) No, you don't love, I mean, you might. I don't know. But, uh, I don't know. Homosexuals. The homosexual people. It's also a cigarette. No, that's horrible. There's a few words that, like, I understand, like, that they come from a place of hate yeah. or at least bigotry. When it's only used in yeah. hate. More. But, like, Indian, people don't mean they think you're from India. Yeah. We legitimately, until, like, 2004, were just all fucking morons. Mm-hmm. And, and like, when I say <laughs> retard, I don't mean a special needs person. I mean right. fucking my brain stopped working yeah, for a second. And it's not, a dumbass. Yeah. And it's a whole different thing. Like, I would never call yeah. a person that's, like, 
I mentally... definitely think people give words too much power, yeah. though, sometimes. Yeah, so I'm but not going to email MMA. <laughs> yeah, 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 so let's just... I'm going to leave that, that shit But the whole thing is the history of... If you just look at the history of why the, why weed became illegal, mm-hmm. which... Do you know anything about that? Um, I guess not really, Okay, no. so I've been to the I dude's house. I've been this. to the dude's house. So I've already said it once on here, but I'll tell the story again. Okay. Uh, but... <clears throat> It's, it's associated with the history of it becoming illegal and them using racism as the a re- motivator to get a vote. Okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, Harry Anslinger, the guy that had, I don't, fuck, what was it, the ATF or something, when alcohol was illegal mm-hmm. in Prohibition era, Prohibition, like, yeah. uh, I want to say the 1920s, late 20s, early 30s, 20s. something like that. Okay, I want to say it ended in 1930, maybe? Mm-hmm. The fuck was that? Probably my Oh, phone. it just rang I'm out, sorry. like, really long. No, you're fine. Um <laughs> I just like I I heard it in the headphones and it was like, Bing. yeah. Anyway, it was um, that fucker. the year they did the prohibition is the year was... the that brand they do vapes. Um, oh shit. Nineteen, I want to say thirty. Why can't I think? I of think this? it's thirty or thirty-one. Yeah. Because I know it was mostly through the twenties that it was thirty-six. Could be. I don't know. I don't know. Somewhere I don't know. There. <laughs> I'm not claiming to be an expert. I'm saying <laughs> everything I'm about to say. Okay. If you're interested in this story, fucking Google it. All right. And then you can tell me I'm wrong. I'm just saying these are the parts that I know. Yeah. Harry Anslinger was a dickhead. And I want to tell this like drunk history style for you. I love it. Harry Anslinger was a fucking douche canoe. And uh, William Randolph Hearst was like, I would say he was like a more evil Donald Trump of that time. Mm. And when you say more evil than Donald Trump, like, I don't know if he's evil. He seems fucking weird though. But uh, William Randolph Hearst was definitely a piece of shit. Like by today's standards, everybody back then was pretty much a piece of shit. But by like the standards back then. He was still a piece of shit. Yes. He was extremely Christian only because it helped him publicly. Mm-hmm. He was a piece of shit from every account I've ever heard. And I did a tour of his castle twice, two different sides. His castle. Uh, and it's dope. And it looks like some shit like Where a is fucking. That? Uh, it's near Atascadero, California. Because oh. when I go get my back tattooed, I swing by. Oh, I don't okay. know what town it's actually in, yeah. but it's like. I'm going to say, I know it's off. Um, where is Big Sur? Morro Bay, Morro Bay, something like that. I think it's, but it's it's real close to Big Sur. <laughs> Let's just say it's, California. It's in California. Well, I want you to know specifically. He's in Castle, so I think it's like Castle. Europe no, or no, something. no, it's in California. But that's how big of a douche no. he is. He's, yes, he's, he would call he's, his house a castle. Yeah, and he had a fucking zoo. He was like a classy Joe Exotic. Okay, I was supposed to say like, Tiger King yes, style. He's a very classy Joe Exotic uh, with like eight wives. I'm exaggerating. Oh he probably abused them. He probably yeah. thought marriage is consent. I'm pretty sure he's a piece of shit. Right. The point is, don't speak ill of the dead unless you're me. Uh, but. <laughs> So they went together to make weed illegal because William Randolph Hearst had a shitload of money invested in paper mills that can like print conventional paper with mm-hmm. trees. And the hemp paper industry was about to fucking take off. Somebody had invested in in something on the other side that he saw taken off really well. So he associated hemp with weed, associated weed with um, in the southern parts of the United States. They and and well, I mean, I guess. Not good with direction, but everywhere that borders Mexico. Mm-hmm. We'll just so that side, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that backside of it. the <laughs> California down to like the middle of Texas shit. Right. Um, they did a tour where Harry Anslinger did a tour as a fucking ATF guy yeah. to speak probably on an actual soapbox to tell people the dangers of marijuana. Uh, William Randolph Hearst owned the biggest publishing company or one of the biggest publishing companies at the time. So maybe compare him to like Mike Bloomberg. Right. Like he owns a huge newspaper yeah. that he prints paper on mm. that is not hemp paper. Um, so he's got his paper, his newspaper is going to be a big customer for right. the paper industry. Yeah. So all of his shit's looking at a big change. Literally. Um, 
So his motivation was purely financial. I'm not really sure on the... I know more about the Hearst side than yeah. the uh, Harry Anslinger dude, but Harry Anslinger was cool with just running around saying why people shouldn't smoke weed. And right. the, like, reefer madness and all those commercials and shit, that's all put on <laughs> by those guys and people that they were dealing with, from what I can tell. Crazy. So <clears throat> he funded it. He published it in his papers and had it... Like, imagine right now if somebody owned Facebook, which owns Instagram, mm-hmm. and then... They also own the New York Times. Right. How much they could just, with one person's opinion, like, and there's no Google. Everybody's there's opinion. no Google. Yeah, we can't, yeah. We can't like so, go and look at look it up, do our research. Yeah, and... they just got stupid wild with like stories wow. about dudes taking one hit of the reefer cigarette and raping women and shit. <laughs> oh my God. They said a dude. There's you can pull up reefer madness stories for days. Crazy. There's one that was in Harry Ansley or uh, <sighs> Hearst fucking newspaper. Dude, yeah. I'm not even that high, <laughs> and. Uh, and it was like something along the lines of this guy smoked a little bit of reefer mm-hmm. and then he raped his wife and daughter and murdered them. Oh my God. Um, now, they probably didn't say raped his wife because of the time. They probably just said had sex right. with Nobody her. Nobody because... stone has ever done anything yeah, like no. that. Yeah, no. And think. that's the point. But the thing is, like, they did such a fucking good job mm-hmm. that people that are over about 55, right, it's are like still burned in their fucking psyche because of what their parents told them or mm-hmm. what they saw. And it's like, yeah, we don't know a shitload about World War II, but we know enough to know, like, they attacked Pearl Harbor, and people probably didn't, like, get along very well at the time, right. and there were little fucking airplanes with red dots on the side. Right. Like, they knew, like, people that are my dad's age <clears throat> know a little more about the that era than we do the same time. I mean, For I, sure. the point is, that whole era was fucked. Yeah, But uh, he put a lot of money into advertising at how bad weed is to get weed made illegal mm. just so that they couldn't grow the hemp to compete with his paper business. Right. And Harry Anslinger's tour altered as he went to different states. So anywhere that bordered Mexico, he would say marijuana because mm-hmm. marijuana is what Mexican people called it and it means wild tobacco. They're out in the fields fucking working because they're not lazy, which right. is the dumbest stereotype I've ever heard. I swear. Like, lazy Mexican, dumbest shit I've ever heard. What? So you've never heard that? <laughs> no, no, I have. Okay, I, was I like, have. I'm just like, what? Who but thinks yeah, that? nobody actually thinks that. Right. Except for really rich old white dudes. Yeah. They kind of do think that's the most. <laughs> Probably. The ones that voted for Trump, usually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's whatever. So the point is, uh, he he would go to different places. Like, let's say he was in Wichita Falls, Texas. Mm-hmm. There's there's some Mexicans. Yeah. El Paso. There's a shitload. Right. He would just go around and, and call it marijuana and say marijuana causes this and that and that. And that caught on so much that they stopped calling it reefer and started calling it marijuana for the most part. Wow. Um, because you can associate... Okay, if you already, let's say, at the time, racism was probably even worse. Yeah. It definitely was way oh, worse. absolutely. So let's say you have a guy that hates Mexicans and has never even heard of um, cannabis, yeah. weed, whatever, and he just knows these guys smoke marijuana. Yeah. And then you say marijuana. That little trigger in him that makes him mad when he sees a Mexican person, yeah. that's going to go off. Yeah. So you forever associated the word marijuana with something bad to that person. Yeah, with your bad stereotype and, yeah, of a race. All you need is like 50% of the people. And then, Crazy. well, 51, I guess. I don't know how it worked back then. But, but so they got enough people to vote to pass a bill to make it federally illegal as fuck until today still for us to have weed. Right. And and then that's right after alcohol became illegal. So I can only assume, like, if you're Harry Anslinger, you just go, ah, oh, man, I'm not going to have a job no more. I'm going to go make him hate weed, man. He's probably, like, doing cocaine and fucking Absolutely. opium and shit. <clears throat> have you For ever sure. Seen, have you seen that movie? Uh, I think it's just called Sherlock Holmes or Holmes, but it's, like... The, like, newest ones? Yeah. yeah. It's Will Ferrell yeah. and... Dude, I love that fucking movie just for or, those drug uh... scenes. Will Ferrell and jo- John C. Riley. 
Okay. Was it not? I was thinking someone I, different. I Maybe feel like I'm it was the, the duo from uh, Talladega Nights, I think. Might okay. not have been Will Ferrell. Definitely Maybe John Maybe I haven't seen this one. Then. Oh, my God. It's okay. great. I need to so watch it's just, it So it's Sherlock Holmes and his, <laughs> I forgot what his little homie's name was, but yeah. it was like his assistant, like... He has a classy-ass name. Why do I not know this? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but he's, like, just talking about opium and shit. He goes, oh, let me have my opium. And he sounds all <laughs> fancy and shit. And I'm just like, I imagine... What a weird time. I imagine everything before they made weed illegal just being like that. And right. then... But then they're like, oh, here's a little weed. Yeah. And they're like, no Do weed. you know about how the weed got their... Cl- why it's a class higher than, like, methamphetamine mm-hmm. or cocaine or I just heroin? think of, like, the Pineapple <clears throat> Express opening scene. That's what I think of. <laughs> okay. That's actually pretty close. I'm sure it is, honestly. But that's uh, what I think of when I think like, of that. He's like, the dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Illegal. <laughs> uh, that's because jazz musicians <laughs> like weed. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> no, so, apparently, they... They were going to put a bunch of funding into an agency that would test all these drugs, which I would love to fucking get hired there. Oh, my God. Like, what do you do for work? Well, yesterday did cocaine. Yeah. How are you doing, man? Literally, like, how fun. (laughs) How fun. Just do drugs all day. Yeah. And get paid for it. And get it. You'd have a fucking pension and shit. It'd be a government job. Hey, you got one of those government jobs? Yeah, I can't really talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, literally. (laughs) But, yeah, so... Is that a jet or a motorcycle? That's a motorcycle. Uh, I looked up as if it's up there. I know. I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> so I learned I learned to put the computer lower because if the computer's here, mm-hmm. anything outside of this room, I point into the computer because oh. that's the portal to the world yeah. for me. But uh, they they were going to have an agency that would test all the drugs to classify like different drugs as like how how harmful versus beneficial it was. If it has no medical benefit, it's mm-hmm. one category. And I don't know all the categories or whatever. But – uh, so LSD and weed are the only ones that are categorized the way they are, and they're the worst. So yeah. cocaine is not as bad as weed on a federal level. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. LSD would be worse than cocaine. You would. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. I don't know about uh, like safer. Oh, that's sick. So you can't overdose on LSD though. Right. You could just be the only fucking reason stupid I would say for a while. Yeah, is be stupid and do something like, like absolutely yeah. crazy and kill yeah. yourself, not because of. The drug overdose, but because you're just right. like not. Yeah, so the side effects of being right like, mind. I feel like a person being <laughs> fucked up on cocaine has almost the same risk though, because they're going to get all aggressive. True, true. So they might get themselves killed by another person. Right. I don't think they're going to jump off a bridge thinking <laughs> they can fly. Right, exactly. With, I mean, that's what I'm worried with about. A, the, the thing about, actually, let's just get straight into making all drugs legal. Right. But like, for real, if you regulate everything, excuse me. Absolutely. That was terrible. I just burped. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. You didn't, didn't hear it. I was no. like, oh. Um, so let's say you legalize all drugs and then you regulate cocaine where you get, I don't know how pure cocaine is, but I, I've heard from all the cokeheads that I know that right. it's not, you're not getting straight up yeah. like cut, original cut with something OGC. You're yeah. not getting the OGC, <laughs> but, uh, you would have stuff that's not legally allowed to be cut. Mm-hmm. You would have exact numbers. You go, okay, I know one gram of this will do this. And I'm not saying I think anybody should just go do all the drugs, but if all of them we knew exactly what we were getting and nobody's getting, like, the molly that's not really molly. Right, or if the it was fucking, all regulated, like you say. Yeah, like and nobody's putting fentanyl in it. I guess you can't really say, like, and it's safe, but it is. Like, if it, if it was safe. No, I, I don't <laughs> think. clean, I, I guess you'd say. I'm going to say one out of 100 accidental overdoses or less. Was, like, was shitty like coke a, or something. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, okay, let's... Okay, uh, who was it that died? Mac Miller died from cocaine laced with fentanyl? Right. Is that what it was? Yeah, I think okay. so. So that scenario, Mac Miller, I'm sure, knew how much cocaine he can do without dying. Right. 
I think the the odds of a person doing so much cocaine they overdose is pretty fucking slim unless there's something crazy in it or unless they've been buying cut cocaine that's half baby formula for five years mm -hmm. and then they get some really good cocaine. Yeah, and they uh, overdo it. Yeah, so you could just have like Coca-Cola brand like Coke. <laughs> Uh, you could have Johnson like, and Johnson. Dude, Johnson and Johnson fucking uh, heroin would be yeah. dope. <laughs> like, we take care of your baby Hershey's. and we knock you the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You, you you bathe the baby with the Johnson and Johnson wash. Yeah, and then you shoot up our stuff and you'll sleep good. But everybody but, in the family is taken care of. Yeah, and then you can <laughs> you can have like antidotes that you sell with it. Like, yeah. But for real, I think if I think with heroin, most people that die of an overdose, it's because they're chasing something. There's like a certain level with heroin. Right. But that number's gone up a lot since people started adding fentanyl. Mm -hmm. Fentanyl is like the fucking worst. They yeah. started adding fentanyl to to heroin intentionally. I don't. Have you heard the strategy? Have you told, oh my god, heroin dealers are the fucking devil. I bet. So let's Honestly. say they have a, enough to break up, and I don't know how they sell it, but let's say they buy a bulk, like a big whatever of it, yeah, a brick or whatever. And they cut it up into a hundred bags. Yeah. In one of those bags, they'll sprinkle enough fentanyl to kill a fucking elephant. Oh my god. Their goal is to get one overdose, so people go, "Oh, you got that fucking shit from Sunny down the road." Oh, like it's and he good died. shit. Yeah. Oh, oh, who died my god, on that's it? That's horrible. From, yeah, that's a legit wow. fucking tactic they use. And oh my god. like I've, I haven't got to speak with anybody in person that sells heroin, but I did. I did talk to a guy that makes meth on Friday the Thirteenth once. That was fun as fuck. Oh I was tattooing god. on Friday the Thirteenth. And I go, like, normal, you know, normal shit you say when you yeah. got a 15 minute tattoo to do, and you're like, yeah. hey, what do you do for a living, man? Right. He's like, I'm, I manufacture methamphetamine. I was like, oh, Maybe shit, no, for real. I, maybe because it's your, like, you're a tattoo artist. I don't know. Is that why they feel mm -hmm. so open about, like, they telling think you I'm on drugs. anything? Yeah. They think They're I'm like, wild. oh, this guy's probably a felon. Yeah. Probably doing something illegal. Probably puts things in his butt and jogs <laughs> yeah. around the block with a chain hook to him. You know, normal Let me tell him my deepest, darkest he secrets. He probably puts marbles in his ass and yeah. shits them at a fucking, you know, at a target or whatever. So you know, weird. people do. I'm sure you've heard the worst. No, like, okay, the fun assumptions about tattooers, they, it's, we can get away with doing any <laughs> drug we want because everybody assumes you're on drugs. The second you're tattooing... So, like, when people find out Megan's never smoked weed, yeah. which I, I started when I was 27. It's not like I'm a fucking OG of the stoner world. Right. Like, but, uh, and I don't smoke as much as people think either. I just talk about it all the time because it's fucking, fun. Yeah. it's the best. It's, it's like phenomenal. what my life revolves around. I yes. feel like I, it's I my it. work. Like, it's yeah. my after work tattooing, <laughs> tattooing and dadding are my top two things. Right. And then if I could... If I could feel as creative out of growing weed, I feel like it would really give tattoo yeah. and run for its Maybe money. that's why you need to start like, the processing. Make yeah, some cool it gives stuff. me, yeah. Like, I'll do something new. Making wax sculptures. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking get a torch and just burn down yeah. Anna and Elsa wax sculptures yes, for $5,000. Somebody rich would pay for that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Dude, Seth Rogen. Yeah. For sure. Hit him up. Send him an email. Be like, dude, I send it on dry ice. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is supreme, dog. I'm telling you, is it is awesome. some good. Yeah, I'm sure. You and then, and then you you put diamonds on their crowns and make there them all. There you cute. go. Dude, I gotta stop talking. Somebody's gonna steal my ideas. I know you do. Yeah. Anyway, people don't freak out when they find out you don't that. do drugs. If they, if you don't do drugs, they freak out. If you don't fuck a bunch of people, you're not supposed to. They're like, man, what are you doing with this fucking career when yeah, you know you, you got mad at just throwing yeah. it? I'm like, I don't think it really works the way you think it works. Yeah. I think I could get myself in trouble and get chlamydia like twice a year for yeah, sure. If that's but, the life I wanted to live. But I don't think I don't think it is what you think it is. <laughs> like I don't know what you think it is, but it's not that. And that's it, there's a lot of common misconceptions, but for the most part, like we most of us wake up 
you know, four hours later than other people, but go to bed four hours later than them yeah. too. We're just That's on really a skewed. Like... It's not like we're like sleep until noon and not doing shit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, people don't people don't think we fucking get up early. Like right. a lot of us don't. And so that one, there's a lot of truth to that because a lot of us, you know, you we start work to. at fucking I noon. I wouldn't if I didn't have to, to be honest. Uh, I, I have to. Yeah, well, true. My, my, like, See, lately, my son, he wakes me up, like, naturally at, like, 8. Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. That's good. Yeah, that's, like, that's, I'm that's cool kinda, with that. That's kind of where I'm at usually. I When I say early, I mean but before that hurts 10. Some, sometimes 8 is early and I'm like, oh, Right. Man. And I was like, Mommy's got to get one of these gummies real quick. You go. Man. Go do whatever you do. Uh-huh. Go get a go get a hot dog or some shit. Yes. When my daughter was like two or three, she would wake up every morning at like six oh five. Like I don't remember the exact time, but I remember it was six something. So I was early. getting home at like three and four in the morning from work, Fuck. and she would wake up, and she would ask me to get her a hot dog. <laughs> and I taught her to get her own fucking hot right. dogs. And <laughs> after that, she, dude, once she learned how to put, no, she likes some cold. <clears throat> she just eat them like this. Oh, gross! Once I got her to get her own hot dogs, Kids it was like worst. I could wake up whenever. They do eat. They, they're in the gross shit. <laughs> they're so gross, dude. And like my daughter yesterday, my daughter licked my <clears throat> fucking four year old licked my shoulder. Like I was giving yeah. her a hug good night, and she just licks it. He's he's. I was weird. like, why did you lick my shoulder? She goes. <laughs> Yeah, she just started giggling. I was like, what? "That's so why funky, is that funny though?" Weird. Like, don't lick me. I mean, I shower a lot, but like that's still. You don't know. My uh, Frankie definitely had a phase where he was like, he wanted to be a dog. Like he wished oh, he no. was a dog. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> my daughter did too. Yeah, that's I think weird. every kid has like a weird animal stage where yeah. they're like. You know, and then you're just like, all right, whatever, fuck it. Yeah. You know, be a dog. You know what we should do? <laughs> I don't should eat do, the dog food. <laughs> I should do a podcast where I just. Like a separate one where when I start, I cut this part out of the the conversation and ask everybody, when you were a kid, what animal did you want to be? <laughs> yeah, what animal phase did you go through? I'd have and, to ask my mom, I guess. But if I cropped it together, it's like a one-hour thing where it's like 50 people and I slightly analyze what they said. What would you be and why? I wanted to be an otter. otter. My brother wanted to be a wild cat. Man, um, I don't even know. I'd have to think about it. Yeah. Probably a moose, honestly. Oh, I know that's kind of weird. weird, but I grew up in Alaska, so oh, like okay, I loved moose. I still love moose. I think moose, they're really mo- cool. Moose, moose are cool. They're not, not like sure friendly, the and they're not like they're huge. Yeah, they're, they're huge. They're way bigger than I thought People they were. People don't realize how big they are, but they're like... I thought they were like elk size. Taller than one. like a eight SUV. Oh. Or they're like as tall as an SUV. Okay, at the shoulder... At the shoulder, does eight feet sound right? Like, this ceiling's eight feet. Probably. Which is like that? Like, yeah. That's fucking huge. I know. They're like, giant. I thought they were like five, four? Yeah. Four, four or five no, feet, maybe? Fucking they get big giants. as fuck. Yeah, they and like kill people. Like, when people... Uh, these things. Are driving down the... Fucking flappies. Yeah. The oh, antlers. They? There you antlers. go. Antlers. Their antlers are like big fucking panels, When, when people run them over, like, in the highways, oh, no. like, they die, not the moose. <laughs> the moose just, like, walks away nonchalant, and their, like, whole front end of their car is smushed in, so, and they're goners. just, uh, if I do move to Alaska for whatever reason... Yeah, don't, get, don't hit a moose. Get a F-350 <laughs> dually with a big brush guard on the front. Yeah. And lift it up a little bit. Yeah. That way you got yes. some some downward force. Make it an eight foot tall fucking F three fifty with a cattle catcher thingy. Yeah. Like my wife has a forerunner and I wanna get the That's we're gonna nice. get step rails. They're so cool. I like it's them. the coolest fucking car yeah. ever. That, I think that'd be my next car. They're good cars. Yeah. But uh we're getting a roof rack when I make money again. Right. When I have, you know. And, He's got a list. And the rails. And then I want to get the fucking brush guard, too. And mm-hmm. then I learned today, as I'm saying that, I kind of feel like an asshole. I'm like, wait, my wife got a car or I got a car? Yeah. It's kind of, it's it's ours. Hey, hey it's hers, yours. Hers you is ours. Yeah. Hers is ours and mine is mine. Yeah. And then with the money. <laughs> hers is ours. It's it's ours. All, mine is ours and hers is hers. Yeah. 
it's fair <laughs> enough. You can't drive money, but it, it'll right. work. But um, totally off that topic. This is the I longest I've stayed on one almost weed-related topic. One I'm topic. really we got proud to of myself. Moose, so. We got to moose. Um, <laughs> did you see my thing on Instagram about universal basic income? I don't know. Okay, don't it was today. So. Okay, it was great. no, then no. Last night, I posted, what, do you, what are your thoughts on universal basic income or something like that? And I thought for sure I would get a variety of like, you know, I like the idea of it, but it would cost too much tax dollars. Right. Or I think it's a fucking terrible idea, but I'm not sure I understand it. What is it anyway? Okay, so that's really the thing. Understand. Nobody that answered fucking knew. knew? Like, okay. well, I mean, not nobody. What is like so, a monthly like dividend yeah, yeah, yeah. thing? Oh, okay. Yeah. That um, would be cool. I so, mean, but yeah. there's also downsides. There's downsides, yeah. for sure. But <laughs> universal basic income is not to be confused with universal total income. Total income would be like communism to a point. It would be weird. Yeah. It's like you get enough money to really survive. Right. Basic income is like you probably won't die if you get a thousand a month in most states. Right. Most most proposals I've seen for it are everybody in the whole country would get somewhere in the ballpark of a thousand dollars a month. A month, yeah. Wow. So, oh yeah, because that's what uh, Andrew, Yang Andrew Yang wanted. Yeah, to that's do. what he was okay, running yeah, on yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. of and his his reasoning for it is pretty good. Like cashiers aren't going to have jobs soon because fucking computers and AI and shit. That's true. A lot of things where you test and inspect things like. I have a client that he looks at bolts for a living. Like, he literally looks at bolts like for is his job. Bolts already bolted in? No, nope, they're running down a conveyor. He's okay. paying like $26 an hour <laughs> just to look at to them. To look at them make and sure on a, he looks at them in person and on a screen. Yeah. And make sure there's no like cracks or whatever. Mm. That way they can go on an airplane and they're considered like they're like, wow. you know, special grade material yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's but the point is, his job bolts. within a year, right now a computer could definitely replace him. For within sure. a year or two, it They'll will. have a thing they trust more than him. Because mm-hmm. right now it's like a computer with a com- with a, a scanner thing and a monitor and mm-hmm. all this shit. And it, eventually they're just going to take him out of the equation. For sure. So I'm not saying $1,000 a month would help him. Uh, but $1,000 a month is better than no dollars a month. Absolutely. And so if he got laid off, he would have – usually when you lose your job and you have a good career like that, you have you know six months of some type of unemployment type wiggle room and mm-hmm. a severance package. Or you got enough to live for half a year. Yeah. A lot of times. My brother had a job where the whole company closed and he got paid like $22,000 to leave. Like it was, I mean, and he also got unemployment on top of that. So he was like, dude, I'm actually going to figure out what a good career is, not just go apply at jobs. Yeah. So he applied at jobs that were, you know, a little bit above what he thought he could get with his fucking qualifications. Yeah. And then he found a job he really liked and this job allows him to travel and it pays really fucking good. And the point is, he wouldn't have found that job if he had three weeks to find a job before his rent's due again. Right. So my That's my reason behind time. universal basic income that I like it, and there's reasons not to like it too. I'm not I'm not sure how I feel about it. But the point is, the federal government would give you $1,000 a month, which would allow you to, if you quit your job or get fired or you don't want a job, you could probably get by yeah, if you had a roommate room. or two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So in Oklahoma, you have one roommate, you guys bring in 2000 a month straight out the gate that's going to pay your rent and utilities mm-hmm. and then you go mow grass twice a week and your roommate you fucking does something yeah and yeah. you got yeah you'll survive you're not mm-hmm. going to be living it up but everybody's argument and it's a thousand a month it's not a bunch every argument i've heard doesn't make sense to me against it except where's the money come from that's my problem with it yeah. where do we get the money yeah like the federal government if Printing they have much that much yeah. yeah yeah so there's there's some holes in the idea mm-hmm. but the part i do like about it is the creativity aspect of it like Let's say I'm at the point I've been in my life right now, but I was working at, I don't know, something that pays decent. 
assistant manager at Lowe's or some shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man, I really like it's a good job and shit, but I'd love to quit and pursue tattooing and yeah. I start tattooing on the side. That thousand dollars would be the exact amount I need to be able to pursue buy what I want to do. And yeah. stuff like that. And so I could buy equipment, I could work for for free for a little while and then mm-hmm. ease into pricing and then also my clients would be more likely to spend $500 on a tattoo or whatever it is. For sure. So there's that side of it. And then not worrying about people that are milking the system as much because everybody's getting it. So it's just like, oh, okay, well, the guys that are trying to fucking trick the system, there's less systems to trick. They would right. take out certain types of social stuff, which they actually, Andrew Yang huh. had a really good thing. Like he was saying you, you would get more with this, this, and the other thing, like if you qualify for certain things, but mm-hmm. everybody gets a flat thousand. And then wealthy people, if they want, could forfeit their thousand to go back into the system to not be a drain. Because, like, okay, wow. I'm not wealthy, but I don't need the extra thousand a month right. unless it, the right now I'd love to have it. I would but, love. but <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> it'd be nice. <laughs> then, like, six weeks without making money. Um, but the point is, I wouldn't be quite at a level where I could just be like, ah, no, I'll say no to a thousand of free dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, but people that trust the government enough to you know, allocate it in a way that they could, a lot of people would probably not even take it. And just because they'd feel like a bum. Right. But the arguments I saw that were my favorites <laughs> were everybody's going to be lazy. Nobody's going to work. Nobody, nobody. Nobody wants to survive off of right. thousand dollars. I know I don't. Nobody that I would call successful. And I mean, like people that own businesses that make over, we're in Oklahoma. So let's mm. say over a hundred thousand a year own a business or are some type of upper management position at a business. Um, or have a job that's influential in a way that, or have their dream job, mm-hmm. none of them would be changed by $1,000 a month. Mm-mm. None of them are doing that because they need to make enough to get by. That's right. not their get, McDonald's gets you by. Those careers we're talking about, yeah. like if you just needed 1000 a month, you wouldn't have the job you have. You'd right. be like, oh, I'm gonna work two days a fucking week at right. this shit show. <laughs> like you wouldn't care. The point is nobody's motivation is, man, I'm trying to get that $1,000 a month. Yeah. If it was like, 10 grand a month? Yeah. Yeah, you'd probably get rid of some of the creative people. But the thing is, you're if you give everybody 1000 a month, you're opening up jobs for, okay, let's say I go to McDonald's, which I don't much. I'll get a drink there. <laughs> but like, let's say. Had to clarify. Shit, shit's getting weird right now. I've been in a lot of fast food places. <laughs> let's say I go into McDonald's and the lady clearly doesn't want to be there and hates her fucking job. That's right. every fucking time I've been to McDonald's, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. For sure. There's probably a 16-year-old out there that really wants that job and is happy with eight, whatever, 775, 725, what's minimum wage? 725. 725. 725 an hour to a 16-year-old is fucking great. Yeah. So that gets the lady that's surviving off that income an opportunity to go try to find a better career and not worry about how am I going to get my next check? Yeah. When am I going to apply for these jobs? Not being, like, scared to make any quick sudden moves yeah. because I'm not going to be able to, I'm going to get evicted or, yeah. you know. Well, everybody's downside, like if you say the downside is a, 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 like we have to tax, we have to get that money from somewhere. So we're going to have to tax somebody more. We're going to have to do this or that. First off, I say cut the budgets for like, you know, the extra cars and shit that senators have. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and I don't mean extra cars like they collect. I mean, like you, there's a lot of elected positions where you get a car to drive you to work and back. Like there's police chiefs that get escorted everywhere in certain really? cities. It's like just shit. Like, okay, if yeah. you're a police officer, how much security detail do you fucking need? Do you need, right? Like, like let's put, you are the security let's, detail. Let's have a dude pick you up in a patrol car and yeah. act like he's arresting you every morning. It's fine. Yeah. But the point is, there's a lot of things you could cut back and put that budget into people. And let's say mm-hmm. it, they come up with enough to be $100 per month for people. It'd still be a fun experiment. Yeah. Um, But all the answers I got on Instagram fucking cracked me up. It was like, 
People will be lazy. People won't want to go to school. Somebody said people won't want to go to school and make something of themselves. I'm like, bitch, I got a one, Who one, wants to one make grade. $1,000? Yeah, I got a one grade education. Maybe, yeah. a, maybe a twice grade. <laughs> and I'm doing, like, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back every day, but I'm doing okay. You know what I mean? Right. I didn't go to fucking college. Yeah. And my attorney is my favorite person to talk to about this because yeah. she is still in pretty bad debt from her Harvard degree. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to the coolest fucking lawyer I've ever met, but I'm also not going to drop your name because I'm talking <laughs> shit. But, like, no, she, like, when I talked to her, she, I was being sued for doing a tattoo that yeah. somebody didn't like, but uh, it's a long time ago. Uh, he thought I put red in it. Turns out he's old and his skin was a little flared up, but it's not, it's not a thing. Uh, so when I brought it to her, I had written on the paperwork the price, mm-hmm. which at the time was, I mean, it was what I was charging back then. I don't know. It was, it was average. And now what averages is doubled. Yeah. Um, and then I charge more than average for the town, not more than average. Like the national average is way more than I am. But right. I try to charge a little bit more than average because I think my work's more than average. Yeah. And I think that's fair. But mm-hmm. she looked at the price I charge for this tattoo and she goes, how many of those can you do in a day? And I was like, oh, like that one only like maybe two or three. She goes, you could make three times that in a day. Wow. And her eyes got big as fuck. And I was like, it's not I that should've... much fucking money. Well, no, she makes way more oh, money yeah, than me. Yeah. yeah. No, she makes a shitload of money. <laughs> but... She was like, how did you get into it? And I was like, uh, I got a bunch of books. And and since I have a one grade education, uh, <laughs> I had to learn to read. No, but for real, I, I told her, like, basically, I just learned on my own. I took advice from every tattooer I could get a hold of. And, and it took me a long time. But, yeah, I do decent tattoos and get paid okay. And she was like, well, if you take out how much I pay on my loan payments, you get paid more than me. And I was like, I know what your billable hours are, and you got two paralegals where she makes literally ten times what I make at this time. I mean, right now she's still making a lot more than yeah. me. But at that time, at, that at, point. at least ten times what I make. And she said she gets to keep about how much I made the day I got sued. Wow. And I was like, holy fuck. God. <laughs> so so you get to it's keep like, is that actually worth one it? <laughs> <laughs> you get to keep one out of one hundred out of a thousand dollars. And she's like, Well, I'm trying to get it paid off really quick. I was like, How long have you, like how long ago did you graduate? She was like, I think it was like ten years. Oh wow. And I was like, How much is this fucking loan? Jesus. Holy shit. But it's like loans on loans on loans because it's Harvard. Yeah. And it's like and it's not you don't just for law degree, you don't just go in for a couple hours and talk right. to there's like there's fucking books. She probably lived on the campus and all that goes into your student loans right. and while you're doing that you might drive a car you might buy food with your i don't know how student mm-hmm. loans work but you probably use a lot of money yeah and sure. and i was like holy fuck okay so that's weird but the point is this fucking bitch on instagram <laughs> thinks that i'm a loser and my attorney's great because she went to school not because now my attorney currently probably has her debt paid off mm-hmm. and is rich as fuck right but <laughs> there's a time when it's not that great and my thing is if you're an attorney, go to school. Obviously, you have to. If you want to be a doctor, go to school. Mm-hmm. How long until you think people will stop getting out of high school and going to school with no plans and just going, well, I have to go to college or I'm a loser? Right. Like, I think we're getting close to that. Because I think people... we're getting closer. People are more open-minded yeah. and creative. And I yeah. think creative, like, energy and personalities are more accepted. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I love it. I love yourself. it. But I'm saying, like, when <clears throat> when... How old are you? You're about my age? 26. Okay, close enough. Cool. Yeah, so when when we were kids, Mm -hmm. the whole thing was like, when you grow up, you're going to go to college and do this and that, no matter who you are. Right. And now it's like my kids ask about college, and I'm like, I mean, if you pick a career that requires college, obviously you need to go to college. Right. But if you're just going to go to college and sign up to become 
a person that owes money. Yeah. That's all you're getting out right. of it? Like, most of my clients that are in college are going for a purpose now. Five years ago, all my, all my clients that were going to college, except for the ones going for medical shit, mm. had no idea what they were doing. Yeah, they're like, I'm doing uh They, they hadn't picked a major. Yeah, it's like <laughs> business management. Yeah. It's like, so they would, my favorite thing ever yeah. is when people are in business management school and they go, hey, so what do you think about some term I've never fucking heard? Yeah. And I'm like, do you mean making money and paying taxes <laughs> and they're like yeah and i'm like just call it making money and paying taxes yeah uh <laughs> so all a business is is figuring out how to get people to come to it mm -hmm. how to get money out of them for something you can provide them right that's it's not that fucking complicated yeah, and they're simple. like i have people that act like i'm a fucking business wizard that have gone to school for it i'm like dog i do tattoos i'm telling you it's all right. I, fucking, I just i, I do good tattoos for, like, the hard stuff yeah yeah i don't <laughs> the really yeah, hard stuff. i don't actually i don't have an accountant i just do my own shit but right. the point Lots is to you it's i just don't trust them okay <laughs> it's all Makes it is. sense like one time i i had a meeting with an accountant schedule I asked for a recommendation, and my thing was I was trying to get my taxes, like, perfect because mm -hmm. I was thinking about building a house, and I just bought some land, and I wanted my taxes to look good for three years and not look like a fucking moron did. I'm trying to guess <laughs> at shit. Like, Toddler. Yeah, so I know everything that goes – I know exactly what the numbers mean and what everything they're asking for is, but I don't really know the why to some of it. I'm right. like, why exactly do you need to know – I mean, I don't have offshore accounts. Yeah. I, I – I sold all my stocks, so I'm never paying capital gains tax again um, and shit like that. But the point is, I'll be going through it, and I understand 90% of it. Right. And then there's that 10% I'm confused on. Mm -hmm. And I've tattooed accountants that understand 10%. And and I'm answering questions that I shouldn't be answering because that's their job. Oh, damn. So <laughs> I'm guessing a good accountant is not like that. Yeah. But, like, dude, I tattooed this one lady. Her husband's an accountant. And, and I was like, so. I feel like anybody that can use TurboTax calls themselves <laughs> no, he has an office. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, not, not talking about that guy, no, 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 but I'm saying there are, some, there no, are some is, people that are like, yeah, I'm an accountant. Same with photography. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, photography, man. Like, there's, okay, <laughs> my wife can take a really good picture. Mm -hmm. She doesn't claim to be a photographer. Right. She is actually good at photography. Right. My mother is a professional photographer. That right. is what she's done for oh, most cool. of my adult life, or all of my adult life, half of my life. Mm -hmm. uh, my dad takes great pictures of like sports teams like i'll i'll speed it up sorry i didn't mean no, <laughs> i'm just fucking with you my dad my dad takes pictures day. of like sports like action shots mm -hmm. my mom takes pictures of like groups kids babies dogs whatever right they're both actual photographers mm -hmm. um i have probably a legitimate 100 clients that say they're a photographer on their instagram yeah. <laughs> that that are not photographers and then i have like four that are really good like right. uh actually oh shit we moved all the pictures there. My station's oh, across the hall now. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. So that one was taken by this chick, Haley. She's really good. The one that's invisible there, just imagine it right okay, there, okay? Okay, it's right behind and the then, wall. And then uh, that one was by Haley my mom. Uh, I can't say her last name. Oh, okay, okay. Haley Faria or something. Yeah, she yeah. moved to, she moved oh to God, like North Carolina. Work. She's great. Yeah. Crazy. So Amanda Scott's another really good yeah, one. Yeah, I think Amanda Scott might have learned some shit from her. They mm -hmm. work together. Or so, yeah, something. Yeah. So. Yeah, Amanda Scott's really good. We do have some good photographers yeah, around here. Yeah. Like, I'm going to say we have a solid 50 to 100 good photographers yeah. in the area. And then there's, like, a thousand moms shitties. that get a Canon and... Yeah. <laughs> or, not, or not even... A, it's like, man, I got the iPhone XLR yeah, 11 yeah. or whatever the And fuck. I downloaded Visco <clears throat> for filters. Dude, yeah, I got these filters. <laughs> filters on fleet, dog. Oh, but, God. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Molly Beth... I can say Molly Beth's name. Molly Beth Shewart. Here's mm -hmm. the thing. 
get a fucking name I can say, okay? Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, how do you say how do you say Haley's last name? I don't know. I it's, guess Faria or Firia. Faria? Faria? Something like that? I'm gonna say Faria. Fyra. Fyra. <laughs> She's like the pizza place, Fyro. Fyra. But dude, I'm gonna send her a link to this. She's gonna be like, what am I I'm gonna tell her like an hour and seven minutes in, just listen. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. She's not gonna, she's not she's gonna like, make it this far. What the hell? Like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> anyway. Butchering uh, your name. Yeah. Ma'am. There's a bunch of good photographers around here. Yeah. But yeah, there's tons just the fucking iPhone. Yeah. Just wizards. a $300 camera or an iPhone and like no knowledge of how to work it. Yeah. Shoot it on an auto. Like it's cool. Shoot on auto. Mm. I don't give a fuck. Just don't call yourself a photographer. Yeah. I, one time I fucking glued my forehead together. I'm not a doctor. Like there's just, you know what I mean? Like, it's I'm the Instagram age, you know? Yeah. It's the age of the Instagram. Yeah. Well also Instagram, I'm really surprised nobody's got a delivery system in the whole country called Instagram yet for weed. Right. That's, oh, that, yeah. Like, you got to figure Genius. out a way to spell it different. A, like, Insta with a Z and Gram with two Ns to where it looks like an Instagram. Instagram. But it looks like an But they're touching. The Ns are touching. I'm like, add an H somewhere weird, you know? Yeah. That's, Dude. Letters I, do I that. should rename this podcast the Dope Ideas for Fucking Weird Ass Stoner yeah. Business Stuff yeah. Podcast. <laughs> Instagram. There's a spider coming out. I know. Out. I've Holy been watching shit. it. I've been watching it come the down fuck? since it was like all the way yeah. up there. Dude, yesterday <laughs> we were in here going hard in the cleaning paint. Like, or just to like get ready. Yeah, because we think everybody's gonna die. So um, <laughs> get ready for that. So you know the shit that we it's okay. Hepicide's one of the name brands. Hepicide, Cavicide, Maticide, whatever. Mm. We have a different brand, but it's a five gallon bucket mm. that you put like one pump in your spray bottle and it kills shit. Oh, it's yeah. dope. Um, it's medical grade cleaner like you would use to clean. You can use it on laundry. Wow. Use on that chair, whatever. Mm. I put it in a fucking sprayer this big. Pump Jesus that shit. Christ. I sprayed the fucking. The, the things that people lean on, the door frames, oh, and yeah. every handle, everything I could imagine a person touching yeah. got sprayed and wiped down more than once. Yeah. The floor, the entire floor got cleaned with medical grade cleaner, not regular shit. Right. The fucking glass got cleaned it's twice like with this shit. It's safest place Dude, to be right now. It's fucking until Dang. we came in here and coughed on it. I know, right? But I've been coughing, but this is the... Weed cough, not yeah, the a, not the Rona cough. I got that chronic cough. <laughs> I was like chiefing on my pen there for yeah. a little bit for too much. I had to put it down. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> um, anyway, I don't know where I was at. Uh, UBI, cleaning. universal basic income, yeah. taxes. Yeah. The point is, people get mad about shit and they don't look into it. Mm-hmm. And and so I try to just not say anything at all. No, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I was. I don't know if you pay attention to the gram, but I went from very concerned about my Instagram following mm-hmm. to 16.5 thousand followers wow, to really? fuck it, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. To That's awesome. Yeah, so then I lost 2000 or 200 followers like, in the last like month or so. Well, it's because I wasn't posting shit. I oh. thought I thought you couldn't lose anybody by not posting. Yeah. But the thing is it doesn't show up on new feeds. You're going to lose people anyway. You don't mm. get any new ones by not posting. Right. So you have to post shit. Mm. So I reposted a bunch of old tattoos I've done because I'm not tattooing. Everybody's so, doing that right yeah, now. Yeah, it's though, like, anyways. what else are you going to fucking yeah. do? <laughs> and then I started becoming, I just, just a fun experiment. And now it feeds the podcast too. Yeah. I ask people dumbass questions. Yeah. I ask people like, so I followed the universal basic income thing with, do you know what it is? Yeah. And people are answering no a lot. A lot of the same people that gave me explanations should be answering no. Yeah. But uh, a few guys that had points that I would argue with, but I think are right for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy I've had on the podcast, his name's Kyle. We can't say his last name because he said some controversial <laughs> shit and he's in the, uh, he's in the military. So anyway, <laughs> Kyle said something that made a little more sense 
basically like you know people don't really feel good about a handout i don't know i might have confused his and somebody else's but there were a few good ones like like you, you got to get that money from somewhere so you're mm-hmm. just taxing rich people right and people are going to be more bummy and i would agree to the same extent that weed makes you lazy if you're already lazy a thousand dollars might make you lazier right but you're if you're already motivated a thousand dollars will make you more motivated more motivated yeah weed does the same thing but I would agree. I think I want to have Kyle come in here and talk to him for an hour about universal basic income because I might change my mind by the time it's over. Right. Like he's he's actually he knows he's like what he's a talking hard about. no on it. Or? Uh, pretty hard no. Yeah. But for logical reasons. Yeah. And then I had another person say, you know, uh, basically anything you you get you should earn. And then my argument for that is you were born in America, so you can't say that because you got born in an easy place to survive yeah. and no hyenas trying to and eat you didn't your earn it. and you didn't earn it your mom got <laughs> fucked in the butthole and your dad it slipped out sprayed all over her vagina she went to clean it a little splashed in there yeah. and now you're born yep. and and the thing is so we didn't earn the right to live here right and i'm not saying like i'm definitely not one of those america's the best ever people but i'm also like i'm pretty fucking aware that it could be way worse yeah like, absolutely almost yeah. every country We've i've got been it to pretty easy yeah and we can say anything we want. That's yeah. my favorite thing here. We can say, we can literally say whatever the fuck we want. There might be mm-hmm. some kind of repercussions, like right. you might get punched in the face. Right. But, punched in the uh, face or like somebody fucking... Yeah, you won't go to jail for it. Call There's... me on your Facebook <laughs> or delete you yeah. on Facebook. Yeah, but I mean, even Canada, you can go to jail for saying shit in Canada. Really? Like, there's Crazy. usually you get a fine. Mm-hmm. Like, comedians get fined for saying, like, there was a big one. This comedian got uh, huge fines. But he fought it to the tune of spending 20 times more than the oh fine. Oh, my God. He just didn't want just to lose. Just to prove his yeah, point. Just to prove I mean... point. But uh, he made a joke about, like, I, I don't know what the exact situation was, but it was something like Make-A-Wish here. Mm-hmm. But there, I don't know if it was Make-A-Wish Kid or whatever, but mm-hmm. it was a kid that got some kind of thing. He got pretty famous, <laughs> and he was sick. And and he was just like, hey, when's that kid going to die already? And it was like, it was. <laughs> oh I, I don't God. understand the context of why it was supposed to be funny or how it was yeah. funny. And the way that it was told to me, it doesn't sound like it yeah. was a funny joke. Right. But the thing is... In the United States, he would catch backlash from everybody. Yeah. Everybody would think he's a piece of shit. Like, what right. happened to Louis C.K.? Like, yeah. people don't like him anymore. But <laughs> but his career would probably take a huge hit, and he would lose enough money as mm-hmm. is. The government doesn't need to get involved. Where yeah. in other countries, they do. Um, but the point crazy. is, when you say, like, you have to earn everything. Like, I didn't earn my house for 17 years. Right, literally. I didn't fucking pay rent when I was born. I, mm-hmm. I lived with my parents until I was 18, and yeah. I didn't pay rent one fucking time. Yeah. And this guy paid rent from the time he was born. He probably paid $1,000 a month in rent to his parents because otherwise he would be lying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, clearly he didn't pay his mom rent. You know what I'm saying? No. I'm just – the point is right. it's – and I'm not saying – like I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't even know who it was. Yeah. I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't think he's ignorant. I think on this topic yeah. he's been told a thing yeah. that he just quotes. Mm-hmm. And it drives me crazy. What is that? You went to know. public school, right? Yeah. I think this might be a homeschooler thing I've noticed. What? But I don't – I don't – listen to somebody say something and take it at face value ever 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 like know. if a police Maybe officer a said thing. that he arrested somebody yesterday i would be like how do you define yesterday sir <laughs> and like like was yesterday 11 59 p.m yeah. or what do you was it maybe because in public school like i don't know we're like our whole life revolves around like following directions right. and listening to everything right. that I have like, some conspiracy theories. Uh, these adults are telling us for yeah. 18 years that we're like constantly listening to them and we, you know, quote unquote, trust them right. to like tell, give us the right information. And they're grown ups because so they're, they're there to, know to teach us, right. you know, it, whatever. Thing, and I'm not saying so maybe teachers, that's it. But teachers don't necessarily know more than you. They right. should. 
Most of them probably do. Right. When you're in high school, I'm guessing your average teacher is smarter than you. Yeah. I'm going to say your average high schooler is a fucking moron. I'm going to say when I was <laughs> yeah. 16, I was a fucking moron. Yeah. But I made really bad decisions. <laughs> I made great yeah. decisions. So I actually didn't make any bad decisions except for one until I was uh, officially an adult. Oh, really? And I mean bad decisions yeah. like you could get real vague with what bad means. Yeah. I mean like I... I just was irresponsible. Oh, one time I just, I was working on my friend's truck and we went dumpster driving for porn because he was 20 something and I was 14 <laughs> and I didn't know how to say no. Yeah. So I just waited in the truck while I, that was the worst thing. You I, ever cause, did? Cause, well, because wow. I, I had to lie to my dad. Oh, okay. Because I was like, well... I'm not going to say Anthony kidnapped me. Shout out to Anthony <laughs> if you're listening, motherfucker. Oh I saw I saw him at a store not too long ago, and he was, like, super friendly about it. That's uh, so he, funny. He, I haven't seen him forever, but he, he's a really cool guy. But the point is, like, I was 14. He was early 20s. Mm-hmm. I went in the middle of the night to fix this truck. Yeah. Because I was 14, and I could rewire your fucking switch box. That's nice. But I was weird. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have to do school, so I was yeah. busy learning other shit. That's good. But the point is... Uh, after we got done, he was like, you know, at uh, Hastings, they throw out all the all the expired magazines, right? And I was like, oh, dude, let's go get some lowrider magazines. Let's oh get some trucking. <laughs> and he was like, nah. I was like, nah, we're here for the good stuff. <laughs> so I never got in the dumpster. But oh when but we were on our way. You knew it was going down. Oh, yeah, I knew exactly what was going down. Oh we were on our way. God. And my dad called and he goes, hey, when are you going to be home? And I was like, man, we're getting real close. Yeah. Uh, Anthony's just got me, like, you know, I, I got to. Uh, how. How much longer could I be gone? Because I'm going to try to get home as soon as I can, but I'm kind of tied up right now. Right. And I kind of, and I was like trying to get as close as I could to not lying. Sounding like, really suspicious. Yeah. No, I definitely did. Yeah. My dad, I'm sure my dad knew exactly what the fuck, yeah. like I'm sure he didn't know exactly what was happening. He's like, he's not doing what he's telling yes, me he's doing. I'm sure he knew I was lying. <laughs> and that was the last time mm. I intentionally sought out to lie to my dad. Yeah. And then uh, since since then, I've had a really long run of not having to lie. And then the podcast has made a, a few situations where I got to be very vague about a lot of stuff. And right. I, I would say some of it is classified as lying, yeah. uh, mostly to protect <laughs> individuals. Two, two times that stand out to me a lot. Yeah. But like I've interviewed some people that I'm like, I don't think it's a big deal. And then there's been some things that have happened in my life where I'm like, oh, if I say that person's name and bring it up and say exactly what happened... Or even if I don't say their name, they could yeah. go to prison or True. fucking, or their husband might be really mad about that dude's dick they were sucking in the parking lot. <laughs> like, it's, it's you more. You that time, bitch? It's more of that. <laughs> it's more of that, for sure. People tell oh me some God. fucking crazy shit. I bet. Uh, I tell myself some crazy shit. Yeah. I shouldn't even fucking trust me with some I have of shit. crazy friends, so. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. God. I, I have met, the craziest of group of friends. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think you guys should start a podcast. Yeah. You should just, we like, really should. Dude, call Man. it, call it, like, the 580 podcast. Yeah. And do it in the back part. Like, see if your boss will let you get a little spot. Spot in there. Just be like, dude, we just, all we need is two mics. Andrew will send us all his shitty mic recommendation. all the girls are like, as big, like, potheads. That's good. As me. No, that's good. You know, okay, yeah. If you're the biggest pothead in there, that's yeah. the best dispensary ever. Like, that. Well, no, 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 in, like, I'm talking about my friends. Oh. Out of my friends. Yeah, you don't have to talk about weed. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just making a joke. Yeah. It's, you, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna go where it goes. Yeah. Like when I started this one, everybody was like, "So what's it about?" And I was like, "I'm talking to people." Yeah. About just what? What kind of people? Uh, I don't fucking know. Just talking. Who are you gonna talk to? I don't know. The first when I did an episode with Sean Terry, my homeboy from way back in the day when I started mm-hmm. tattoo, I was I loved color tattoos. That's yeah. how long I did a whole sleeve of Dragon Ball Z on this dude, nice. and ever since then we've been pretty tight-ish. Yeah. Like we bought him cat food because his cats didn't have cat food. <laughs> 
because of COVID-19. Oh, wow. And then he, he didn't, well, kind of, but then he didn't come to town to do my podcast and then he didn't come to town again. And I was like, I thought you were going to come to lot. We don't have to do a podcast. Just like, come pick up the fucking cat food. So we took the cat food back. Uh. So how good of a friend am I really? (laughs) But, uh. You had your chance, buddy. It's it's been like eight weeks, bitch. (laughs) Come get. Cover your face. So it'll look at me. Cover your face. Make it look at me. Camera, look at me. Camera? I said, look at me. Look at me. Hey, Sean. Motherfucker. Get your cat food. Uh, actually, it's gone now. Anyway, uh, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. Oh. I don't even know. Oh, the podcast thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I send a coffee. I sent it to like five people. Mm-hmm. Maybe six. I think I waited till I had three in to send one to Nicole. Yeah. Like, it's like, how, how long have I known you? It's right. kind of, not like, because I feel like Nicole's like... I think she's just too positive. She's never going to tell me anything bad. Yeah. I could fuck up the whole thing. She'd be like, oh, well, you know, it sounded like you were doing a, you were, you were doing a good job at trying. She's so sweet. She's so nice. Yeah. (laughs) But the point is like, I don't, I, like, I value her opinion, but I also think she's too nice for, if I send it to her, she's not going to be honest. So I sent it to like five people that I know that know what I'm doing and Mm -hmm. know I'm not like, I don't expect it to be perfect yet. Right. You actually want some like constructive criticism. I want some real, real good criticism. Mm -hmm. So what I got was... Mary Lee gave me the actual good stuff. Mary Lee mm-hmm. that used to work here. Yeah, the like good, that. like, you know what would make it better for people like me is if you had a description in there and you said, like, this, this, and this was discussed. That way I know if it's something I'm interested in listening oh, to. So yeah. if I'm browsing. and I, I True, st- and then if they like it, they can go back and like right. listen to more. And I've barely done that. Okay. Like, I, I the reason is because I don't remember what I did, in the, and I don't want to listen to the whole thing yeah. again. And, and by the time it's like, done. like, be writing down notes the whole time well, we're doing and this. Yeah, or I could listen back and write True. notes before True. I publish it. Uh, so the the issue is I'm making excuses to not put in extra work because that's right. a part I didn't really – but that's good advice. Yeah. And, like, something about the caption and maybe introduce myself and let people know who I am, not just start talking mm-hmm. and all that. And I agree with everything she said, and I did most of it. And I tried some of it, and some of it didn't work. And that's what we were going for. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I want out of Mary Lee. I sent it to about five people, and one of these motherfuckers was like, well, who the fuck is Sean Terry? And I was like, Sean's a guy I've known forever. It doesn't matter. And you can see his arm on my fucking, on the shop's Facebook page from like 2016. There you go. And and she was like, well, why did you talk to him? And I was like, because he's a fucking person. Right. And then I realized that's, I think that became the theme of the podcast when she said like, what, like, why would I listen to him? Like What's so special people. about him? Regular fucking people. That's cool. Yeah. What's so like, and, but there's, the thing is like, I still don't, there's no real theme. Like the cover yeah. art looks like it's a weed theme podcast. Know, yeah. yeah. The name's fun. I named it that because I was high as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I like was, the name. I do too. But I was high as fuck and I was trying to come up with what I could talk about in a podcast. And mm-hmm. I went to my notes that I wrote while I was high as fuck. I literally have a section in my notes yeah. that's like high notes. Yeah. And, oh, cool. Dude, so my <laughs> first episode, I actually deleted. It was a test to test the mic and shit. Mm-hmm. It was me by myself talking, just reading the notes. Reading <laughs> that shit. was it. Yeah. But it was like, dude, one of them was like, who the fuck returns a goldfish? That's the thing. Because I was at Walmart high as fuck. And this bitch was returning a goldfish. <laughs> really? Like, yes. It's like 88 cents. I wonder like, how much or like how long she had it. That's what I, there's so many questions. She brought it home and she was like, yes. you know what? Fuck this. My theory is she had this motherfucker for like a year. Oh, and God. then she came back and she was like, I just bought this shit and it's dead. Yeah. It's dead. <laughs> it's dead. What I bought happened? it. I didn't even make it home. It didn't you work. Put, put it in a bad bag. But like, for real, it was, it was one of those things. I, most of the fucking shit in I my high I wish I would like write down things Dude, like that. Weird things when you're that high, to me. just yeah. grab your phone 
and get a note like or, time. or text yourself or yeah. just text one of your friends I use and then screenshot it. I use, dude, fuck. I yeah. bet you don't use your notes as much Probably as I do. Not. I fucking go hard <laughs> in the notes. I got, dude, I was taking a bubble bath the yeah. other day and I went like notes. two years back in my notes and I was like, damn. Oh, wow. See, I definitely don't have that dude. many notes. Oh, I bet I, I, okay, hold up. I have Let's, like a notes for like all my passwords and logins. Okay, you know there's a thing like, called Keychain on your phone that does that? Bailey, I you, know. I hate no, no, it. I do it know that. But it doesn't work. Sometimes like it. it doesn't work because, say, if you change your password and you forget to update it on there, yeah. then it puts the wrong one in. And then it's not always for everything. Oh, my God. You do have a lot of notes. See, but I am, like, <laughs> like I am such an anti-hoarder mm-hmm. that, like, Oh, no, I, I delete a lot. Do this you? Is, yeah. Okay, so that's this all is, stuff this is that only you want to keep. This is January 30th of 2000, uh, 2018. Wow. So this is, uh, that's a long this time is early. Yeah, that's two years. <laughs> but uh, but if it's all things that are, like, you Well, some you of it's priceless. Like, yeah, some exactly. Some of it's, like, a list of, like, shit important. I was... Well, it's not important anymore. It's when I was trying to open a shop in Medicine Park, which like now nostalgic. I can talk about. Yeah. It's just kind of cool to have. Yeah. So I don't keep my drawings and shit. I don't keep a lot of stuff. Right. Most tattoo artists keep everything. Mm-hmm. I keep like, I've gotten, I don't have my first machine. I have my first good machine and yeah. I have my first rotary machine, but I don't have my first machine. Yeah. Um, and I started realizing like some of that shit could be cool to have when I'm older. True. But I don't with think notes, about that thing. like I print these things sometimes and like some of it's just random thoughts I have. Some of it's I'll be high as fuck and mm. misread a sign and think it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> I need to start doing yeah, that. Yeah, I do. I do I, think so about funny get, things sometimes. When, when Walmart's back to normal, right. get as high as you can. Okay. I mean like like somebody drives you to Walmart and they got to remind you to go in high. Yeah. <laughs> and then go in Walmart and like just – you're not going to remember to write the notes. So yeah. put your recorder on uh, your pocket. And, and put it to myself. Just, no, just – yeah, just like – or put it in a breast pocket and forget <laughs> and just say all your thoughts out loud. It's okay because I usually talk to myself often, I think, so. Me too. But <laughs> it wouldn't be anything out of the ordinary. Yeah, my notes are fucking ridiculous though. And like I started writing comedy material for two people that I knew that said they wanted to be stand-up comics. Mm-hmm. I was like – I couldn't be a comedian, I don't think. I do think I'm funny. Yeah. But I think I'm funny when I'm tattooing right. and I'm like I'm like situationally yes. funny. But yeah, I, I don't think I can be stage like, funny. Yeah, on the stage, no. I mean I, I say I can't I think I could if I started if if there was UBI. Yeah. But it was like twenty grand a month. Yeah. And then I could still do like I would tattoo like three days a week uh-huh. and then I would practice comedy all the fucking time. And right. I'm sure in twenty years I would be kinda funny. Yeah. But the point is I think I'm a decent writer. Mm-hmm. So I would write bits and material and ideas and shit down and then I would try to talk them into going to open mic nights and I was like hey if I wrote it while I have three kids two businesses and I drive all day right like if I came up with time to write this shit down while I was in the bath for 30 minutes I feel like you could probably write something down too right and it was more a demonstration of like what a person that I mean I make excuses all the time Mm -hmm. but I'm not too busy to write shit down right I'm too busy to fucking text people back because yeah. I got to think about what I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I'm high, it's just, just going. Yeah. But the point true. is, like, I have a bun- I'm around a bunch of funny people that I think would be good comedians. And I'm yeah. like, here, you can have all this material. This yeah. will get you, like, a solid 15 or 20 minutes. Open mics are, like, eight minutes. Yeah. I don't think you need to worry about mm-hmm. having much more material. You can have it. You can pretend you are me. Mm-hmm. You watch the meth head buy bread. Whatever yeah. it is, dude, meth head buy bread. They used to do... Uh... What is that? Meth heads buying bread. It's the best. That's that's why you go to Walmart at night. <laughs> I would tell you the whole thing, but it fucking ruin it because okay. now you can experience it. All right, it. now I'm gonna do it. But I'm you can't do it, it until when's Walmart gonna be open? I mean, it's they open, be closing but... at eight thirty though. Oh, oh yeah. you did. You know, I did notice that the other day. I was like, you just noticed that <laughs> literally. <laughs> 
because I was in Walmart the other day. I don't go to Walmart that often. I try to not go. I really like like Aldi's and Target yeah. and like I try to stay away from You're Walmart. You're fancy. Oh no. I go to the grocery store for my groceries <laughs> and I go to Target for my my linens. My stuff. For like linens. My and, shit. Where do you get your candles at? Candles? <clears throat> About to change your mind. Oh. Um where do I buy candles at? Uh, Target. Okay, here's where you should buy candles. Go to the Frozen Monkey mm-hmm. and buy one of the candles that they sell. Uh-huh. It's one of my two sponsors for the podcast. Oh, is They're it? Dope. Um, Pebblebrook Cottage. Yeah, we sell yeah. them at the dispensary. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah, yeah dude. Fucking, yeah. have you not bought one? No, they're good. Autumn buys them all the time, and so she's got one in like every room. Yes. Autumn's my roommate. Yeah, they're, oh. they well, smell then, really good. Yeah. Yeah. So pitch in. Yeah. Quit being a shitty roommate. Yeah. Buy some well, candles. Well, she just had enough. Like, and I had some Target ones. Stop she buying had... <laughs> Target candles. This is some bullshit. Okay, boycott yeah. Target. <laughs> you're, you're, you're welcome, Ernie. Yeah. I just sold you another person right there. Yes. No, I have met him. 50 cents. Give me 50 cents, bitch. There you go. No, we definitely brought some of his. They sold pretty good. Yeah, and Ernie's cool so, as fuck. Yeah. See, like, okay, so since yeah. you've met him, yeah. you're the first person on the podcast I've thought about talking to this okay. since. Like, he is cool as fuck, right? Yeah, he seems really cool. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he, he loves his candles. Yes, yeah. he's very serious. Yeah. And, like, he has such a good sales pitch, I'll, I'll already have a motherfucker sold. I'll be Literally. like, like, he'll come in, I'll be tattooed, and I'll be like, dude, okay, so you gotta smell these fucking candles. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like, while he's outside getting I'm like, I'm telling you. They're good. You're going to get a deal. Yeah. They're they're fucking really good. Uh-huh. And however long you think they're lasting, they'll last twice as long. Right. So just buy one. And I mean, I've and bought, I, I bet I've bought a hundred people a candle from that dude. Really? That's like a thousand fucking yeah, dollars. Yeah, you sell a lot but, of them. We don't but no, sell I'm saying, nearly no, that No, I'm many. saying, like, I don't sell them. Right. I'm saying, like, I'll just, like, let's say I'm tattooing to you. To convince someone. If you've, ta- if you've, if you've spent three grand with me. Right. And you're in here. Here's a candle. I'm like, you know what? Fucking, I'll get you one. <laughs> what, what kind of candle do you want? What do you like? And, and it's like, I can write it off on my taxes. It's not like it's a huge True. deal. Yeah, but the point is, everybody loves candles, dude. And if you I don't, fuck you. I have a candle. We definitely have a candle in every. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> I went cross eyed a little bit. <laughs> candle hating ass bitch. Seriously, mm. I have a candle in every single you room in to. our house. The fuck else are you gonna yeah. do? You got it, and you can put them on those little uh, candle warmers. Oh, those are awesome, dude. I don't have any, but I okay. remember my mom had them. They're and dope. They're the best. And then like you just it. put the lid back on the mm-hmm. candle, and it'll last like a year. Forever. I like burning them because I'm weird. I like the fire. Yeah, like the light from it. I love fire. Sometimes I'll have really a candlelit. I'll have a candlelit bath, and I'll, sm- I'll smoke some fire before, yes. and then I'll light some fires, yeah. and then I'll hop in the bath, yeah. pour some Epsom you, salt in that. Like shit. my, I have to bring like a whole bag or basket with me into mm-hmm. the bathroom whenever yes. I take a bath because I have my bong, usually like a blunt or a joint, <laughs> some edibles, a glass of wine or like a glass of treacle with like What's mixed treacle? with some treacle is like the syrup that I drink, the, oh, okay, the THC okay. syrup. Oh, what the fuck are you doing, And then like. My phone, an extension cord with a charger just in case oh my, my phone God. dies while I'm in there. <laughs> uh, you know, a candle, like a, ba- a bath bomb, a towel, <laughs> a towel to put behind my head when I'm laying there. <clears throat> like, I have a whole setup. And okay. it takes me at least, like, 30 minutes to get, like, from oh deciding goodness. to take a bath to, like, getting in the bath. I was mostly fucking around. Yeah. No, Here's I'm how serious. bath time goes for me. I have a lot of shit. If there's a candle on the counter and there's a lighter next to it, yeah, I'm going to light it and turn the lights yeah. off. That happens about every three months. Okay. Uh, see Make it as hot as I can stand, and then it gets what I'm going to call cold yeah, in 30 seconds like after I'm in. lukewarm. Yeah. And then make it hot again, yeah. and then go, oh, that was a bad choice, and then mm-hmm. get mad at how hot it is. I swear. And then I'm in my groove, turn on a podcast, because now there's no running water sound, yeah. and then I fucking answer DMs. 
yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. That's So if you're getting DMs. That's why I and, bring my charger because I'm always in there doing something. Oh, yeah. So I don't let my phone get that close to dead very much. True. And if I do, oh, God, if my, my phone, phone gets under 20%, dude, I just give up on it. I just go, yeah. you know what, phone? Fuck you. Yeah. But, okay, I say that. That's pre-coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Post-coronavirus, my phone doesn't fucking... It, it gets a lot of action. <laughs> it's... <laughs> That motherfucker, I'll wake up at like two in the morning and be like, hmm, I wonder if Kim Jong-un's actually dead. Yeah. I try to stay in the bath for like a long time too, but sometimes it's hard. Well, if you're high, it's probably better. Yeah. yeah. I stay in there for like an hour. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like you got to like flip over because like top half of me will be cold. And don't, you don't... (laughs) And you don't want to so listen. My ass to is just sticking up in the air. Wait, Hopefully nobody walks. Wait, hold in. on. So you're laying face down in the bath? Well, like sometimes, you know, like no, the whole... I don't. Know. <laughs> okay, what the fuck are you talking well, about? let me explain. Oh, uh, you know, you know I lay face down. You're laying. You're laying normally, yeah. and like the top part of your body is kind of cold because like my shoulders are sticking yeah, out, yeah. you know. And so I flip over and I just kind of like lay there like <laughs> this. No, no, okay. no. You, I do that to, to like warm my friend. Okay, here's what you do: you put your legs up on the wall and you scoot down and you get to your face. True. That's what but I do. But usually, most of the time, I don't get my hair wet. Oh, so I don't wash my hair girl. that often. Yeah. yeah, I I heard girls take care of their hair. Yeah. Have you seen how they fucking do. fried my hair is all yeah. the time? Yeah. Dude, well, just... I mean, I had a haircut like a month ago, uh... so it's better. But usually, I'll go like six months without a haircut, and I wash it. <clears throat> oh, so God. I, after a conversation with my boy Jason, mm-hmm. we were. We were having a nice meal at a convention, mm-hmm. and we were talking about hair hair washing habits. And right. I was like, like seven or eight times twice a day. Right. And he's like, what? Yeah. And I was like, like seven or eight times per shower. I shower twice a day. And he's like, you wash your hair seven or eight times in one shower. I was like, yeah. He goes, why? Why? I was like, I don't know. I have a thing with the hair smell. I'm Weird. fucking freaked out by I it. I love like good smelling hair, but no, no, no. I mean time. the bad smelling hair. Oh, I'm afraid my hair will have no. that smell. And I tattoo like if I tattoo your shoulder, my head is like True. in your face. True. So I've become really paranoid about that. And I like when I'm tattooing. I don't know if you've ever noticed. There's always gum in my mouth. Yeah. Like doing a podcast, I learned not to because I'm like. But, like, I chew gum all day. Yeah. And I I wear a very, very, very mild amount of cologne. You don't want like, anyone to be, like, going right. to her homegirl and she's like, damn, look at this new tattoo I got. But his breath was... Dude, his breath smelled like ass and his hair smelled bad, too. Yeah. And I still, by the end of the day, I still probably don't smell good because I sweat. Whatever. But, like, dude, I go hard in the deodorant and then I put, like, a little, just a little... <laughs> Just a little spritz, spritz around here of a little bit of cologne that mm-hmm. I've I've gotten to a point where I picked a cologne that I think everybody likes. Right. It's Versace. Ah. I know my wife likes it, so yeah. I put like three pumps on on my day off, one. and then she'll get all wet and bothered up yeah. and weird and just get funky. <laughs> women you know. love cologne, or women love a good smelling man. To yeah. be honest. Yeah. So on my day off, I need to smell good, <laughs> right. and then I need to neutralize on work days. Mm-hmm. I need to be as neutral. I don't want people to be like, "Oh, you smell good," either. That would make right. tattooing weird too. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm like Andrew. guilty of that because I anyone. One that smells good i'm like mm, you smell yeah good. and well, it, it's always awkward a little bit afterwards <laughs> but i'm like i don't mean that in like a sexual way i promise the I'm first just... time i got <laughs> like i actually went out and bought cologne on mm-hmm. purpose as an adult was i got tattooed by a guy and he smelled really good and i was like hey uh you know this might be weird I, yeah but it's eh, not yeah, at I all let, i let into the question so much i was like well, how you smell so good <laughs> How you smell like that? <laughs> and he told me, and it was Gucci Guilty, which now I don't like the smell of, but mm-hmm. back then I did. And yeah. now I don't know what it is. That, like, my wife buys it for me. It's a blue bottle of Versace, and yeah. I give a little, psh, psh, yes. like, just a little baby miss when I go into work. So and I don't, I think it's just enough that if you smell anything, it'll mm-hmm. be that and not something bad. But people aren't like. Yeah. And then on my day off, it's like, psh, 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 <laughs> Hey girl. <laughs> then I put a little bit on my balls. My favorite perfume don't put, is... Don't put cologne on your balls. Yeah, that sounds like it would be very painful. It'll light your balls don't on fire. do it to your vagina either. 
I'm sure somebody's done it. Not good for your PR. Yeah, we probably all put like Bath and Body Works down there. You know, <laughs> when we were in, like, yeah, when we, we didn't like know better. When we didn't stupid. know better, Bath and Body Works fucking up our pH balance. Yeah, no. Yeah. But my favorite perfume is YSL Black Opium. Buy that for your wife. Black it, Opium. It, yeah, it smells so okay. good. I'll so have to check good. That out. You're gonna yes. have to. So after this, you need to remind me. Black Opium. Okay. And then what was the thing you said early in the podcast that I was like, I'm gonna have to buy. One. Oh, the tester thing. Oh, purple, purple Pro. Purple Pro. Yeah. I'm gonna need those. Right. Message to me okay. by the end of the day. Thank you, because I will forget. I am. I'm and that's why I don't have notes. I forget so much. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the cons of weed. What were we talking about? It was a joke. Get it? Because we can't uh. remember shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we've talked about weed. We've talked about universal basic income. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked bath, about all the drugs time. getting legalized. <laughs> we've talked about bath time. <laughs> we've talked about children. Yeah. I feel like we talked about a lot of shit. We really you want to get out of here so yeah. I can go play with my kids? It's time to go. My cool. son actually just got home from his dad's for being gone for like three weeks. So, so that's yeah, why that's... we had a party today, actually. It was like a welcome home party. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we yeah, well, when, when you said and... that, I was like, now I kind of feel bad about six even. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I don't no, want to no, take too no. much of your time. It like, wasn't too bad. I get it. We started early so that the kids could be like worn out early. Yeah. And now we can all that's go to the sleep. Move. And yes, that is I, the move. Yeah. You got to go to sleep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you. Um, yes. I might have you, like, give it a couple months, and then I'll probably come up with a bunch of weed-related questions yeah. related to your job. Also, I want to have you back once you all have it grow, because yeah. I want to talk about that. Okay. So, uh, cool. I'd love let's, to come back. Let's just, okay, bye, people. Bye. Go buy a motherfucking candle. <laughs>